Yes, sir, we promised you a great main event here tonight. WrestleMania! You hear the music, you know what it means. And I'll tell you right now, Cheap Heat Universe, that this is not a typical Mania show. However, it may turn out that the weekend of content you get is even better. Because, well, I'll get to what we have right now in a second. But I'm going to attach to this episode the interviews at Hot 97 with both Elias and Kofi Kingston. So you'll hear my Hot 97 interviews with Elias and Kofi Kingston at the end of this. Then Saturday, myself, SGG... And the dip will all be at Access, where I believe, I know I'm doing video for ESPN, so you will get Peter Rosenberg interview with, interviews with talent on ESPN's YouTube channel on Saturday. But we will also be doing bonus cheap heat coverage on Saturday. But without any further ado, to my left we have a man. I like a delicious chicken. Um, oh my goodness. He can't get past a guy who's just shady. Oh my god. The statless man himself, oh, SGG, yeah. is live and in person in New York. Oh, yeah. Shout out to that guy, Greg. Thank you, Roman. And to my right, everyone's been emailing and asking for him to come back. He's the most over person on the podcast at this very moment. He's... Mage. He's... Major. And he's... The majesty. He is the dip. Brian Dipperstein is here. I'm here. Uh, there's a there's an event going on this weekend on Sunday. What event? Oh, oh, there's, like yeah. a flea market? No, they're doing it again. They you know they do it in a different city every year. Oh, what the soccer game? No, no, no. It's not. The, it's the um. You know, the, if you watch John Oliver, what you know the thing that John Oliver was talking oh, about. Oh, WWF. WWF. Yeah, I, I used to love it's WWE now. What? Yeah. What's the? What's no, the no, no. When they, I was when I was a kid. I, hold on. When I was a kid. It was always WWF. So this is a different comp- a different thing. No, it's the same. It's the same exact company. But like 15 years ago, they had to change it to E. I know why. It's, it's different. I still say F sometimes too. Why did they have to change? I, I'm not really sure. I'll be honest with you. I think they just they just needed to. Or you don't know the WWF answer. Sounds I don't know. Better WWF does sound better. Yeah, that's weird. I didn't I hear that. Who's on it? So like, uh, is like uh, who's the, the, the guy in the? Hold the, on. Who's the guy yeah. that's? No, no, no. no. I, I'm remember it. This guy was so popular when I was a kid. He was like dead, and he was alive, and he was oh, like. Yeah, I remember uh, that guy. He, he had, had the, the guy with the the, the guy the came down with the urn with the, and yeah. the, the with the white. Yeah, with he the came white. down with yeah. the. Um, and he had the caskets. Sometimes he came down with the casket. Yeah. I don't think he's wrestling this year. I don't think he's. Does he still wrestle? I, I thought he did. I, th- I but he must be he's, old. He must be 65, 70 years old. I, he's got to be in his eighties at this point. Well, he was dead when he was on TV. He was already. Dead. That's the thing that's confusing about it. I. I who else is there? It's Hulk, but Hulk Hogan must be like a thousand years old. I, I don't even. God, it's been that guy. He can't keep his mouth shut. That guy. Yeah, I saw he had a thing <laughs> with. Uh, I saw something about yeah. him. Yeah. What about Macho Man? Is he still around? He. I think he might be dead. Oh no. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. I. I. I know this one. I know. I know. Greg will like this guy. Junkyard Dog. Yes. I he think he w- might have died too. No. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. Yeah, I think I read something. Uh, I read an article about it. Yeah. Anyway, but I'm here. For, I'm here for whatever's happening on. Sunday. Do you remember? I remember the big rivalry in WWF when I was a kid. Uh huh. The biggest rivalry, I think. If, I think mm-hmm. was Sting. The guy, remember Sting? Was that the guy with that that shook the ropes? 
that had the face paint? I think so. The guy that shook the I ropes. Think, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, he I ran down, guy. he shook the ropes. Yes, Sting. that was Sting. Yep. Him and the Hulkster. Am I right? Um, they were big. Sting and the Hulkster, they had a whole thing. And Hulk would be like, ah, oh, my 25 inch pythons. Yeah, yeah, they were and 25 he, inches. Were they 23 inches? They were large. The large, yeah. the large pythons. They were either 25 or 23 inches. And then there's this new guy, AJ Styles. He's tremendous. That guy, that guy should go to AEW. <laughs> oh, don't you dare say that because that is something we will talk about this week because uh, SGG will start outside the ring. In this portion of the podcast, we have about 90 minutes to do a preview of WrestleMania. So we won't spend a ton of time outside the ring because there are 38 matches on the card to get to. So before we do okay. that, I can't wait for yeah. I can't wait for each and every one of them. I know, I know, you're thrilled. I am. I want but, it to be 12 hours. I know. I I there's some people who think there hasn't been a card this good since WrestleMania nine <laughs> or eleven. Don't uh, forget eleven. 11 was that was... Bam Bam Bigelow? <laughs> yes. Oh my God! What a headline! Well, that's how you make. You know, they're making a big deal about the women's revolution. Excuse me. Do you forget about Bam Bam vs LT? <laughs> I mean, there have been big moments before. So, SGG, outside the ring, what happened? Jim Ross signed with uh, AEW. We reported a couple of weeks ago that he left the WWE. Or, Even though we, yeah, no, his, we didn't really know that he was still with the WWE. I mean, right. I, we, he, we knew he signed back uh, a couple of years ago um, around Mania to do some special announcing and uh, narrate some things. But I didn't realize that he was still officially on contract. They didn't renew his contract, and now he signed on as AEW. With AD, excuse me, with AEW, but um, as a senior advisor, that's the official title they they gave him. But he's also doing commentary, correct? It's unclear. Um, it's crazy because about- the guy knows nothing about wrestling, so it's <laughs> it's strange that they would hire somebody like that. I mean, what are your thoughts? He doesn't. Uh, he he knows a little bit about wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I uh, the move is not shocking to be completely honest. WWE was not using him. And um, and they weren't going to again. No, and uh, it you know I, I it's gonna it's gonna make it feel old school, but maybe that's the point. What they need to do, I, J- Jr. is a huge addition for the show. It gives it incredible legitimacy. Um, but it needs to be produced right because there was they they have him at new they had him at New Japan, and it felt mage. But the 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 a lot of the New Japan tapings he did he dubbed over right. Um, no, I think he was there live. Always in Japan for, but, but for all? No, like, not for for regular TV. No, no, no. Some were dubbed over, like the big Wrestle Kingdom stuff that he did. Yeah, yeah, he did that live. So, we'll see. Uh, it's a great, um, person to get, but they need to make it a thing. Yep. And there's ways to get there, but this week we don't have time to talk about AEW. Um, even though it's a major move. What else you got to shoot? Brutus the Barber Beefcake was announced for the Hall of Fame. Uh, the last rounding out the greatest, dare I say, the greatest Hall of Fame class of all time. It feels like to me at this point, I immediately thought this. They are now just reaching for people. And by the way, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, in my opinion, by the way, one of my all time favorites for sure. I like Absol- his music he, a lot. Oh, yeah. He, I remember him. He, uh, the Zodiac was mage. No. <laughs> Brutus the Barber Beefcake. The was, Booty Man was mage. I remember. Was it the what? No, that's Zodiac. The Booty Man. <laughs> I think those were two different gimmicks. Yeah. Were they? Yeah. The Disciple. The Disciple. By the way, he looked great when he was the Disciple. Have you ever seen a Tanner Man in your life? I, I don't when, when was he the Disciple? NWO. That was when oh, he... Oh, 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 got it, got it. Yeah, NWO. that was the most ripped he's ever been. Well, all natural. I know. Let me let me, let me just say something about... about um, oh, by the way, to, he totally deserves it. I mean that. He do, you know, he does deserve the whole... That is true. Out of all the people. You know, he's like, I... 
even though Rick Rude, Ravishing Rick Rude, like might be the more known person, like they're in the same category to me. What? Uh, what? What is this category? Um, great gimmick wrestlers from the late '80s and '90s. But Rick Rude was more than a gimmick, though. Rick he Rude was. was like he was. Legit. He well, was no, no, no. You mean in terms of like popularity? Yes, as, as far as popularity and impact, impact, impact. I- influence. I mean, Barbara, who's the Barbara influence? Yeah, that's a good point. I, I think, know. I think his biggest moment. He was, he was just like a, a background character for his the biggest moment of his career. What was the biggest moment of his career? Sean throwing Marty through the window that just happened to be on the barbershop. That was the biggest moment of, of Brutus Beefcake's career. Yes, I can't think. Of, I, I think. I think him. I think the Dream Team was. You got to go back a little further, but I think him and him and the Hammer together was pretty mage mid eighties. It was, they were, and then him babyface originally on his own. When you go back and watch the pops that he was getting at shows, he was like the guy. He was a pure babyface that people loved. But there were a lot of those, and he wasn't like upper echelon. Even though oh, he was tag a- team, like Dream Team as a tag team, you could think of so many tag teams better than. You're right, but he was a, he was a great mid Carter. The the um the intercontinental feud that he had with Mister Perfect, with him cutting the genius's hair, and all that, that was really good, memorable stuff from my childhood. That is what he's a, he's a person from my childhood, and so that I loved, and so for me, he deserves it. That said, the Hall of Fame in general now at this point, with you know, I love Harlem Heat. But Harlem Heat does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. A ten-time tag team chat. I, I don't care. They don't deserve to be in no. the Hall of Fame over no. Brutus the Barber. You nope. just this is a, this, ago, this so argument could end the podcast. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. I'm ready to go. Deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm ready to go. And then with with no titles, no accolades, no memorable moments. I think both. Can I tell you the truth? You're both wrong. You're no selling beefcake, and you're no selling Harlem. Listen, Heat. I love beefcake. They're both. He they're had, they're had, both, frankly, Hall of Fame. I love Booker T. And deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Harlem Heat does not deserve Harlem to be in the Hall Heat of Fame. Is a ten-time WCW tag team. They, they their run was beat, pretty long. They beat everybody. If you have a favorite tag team from WCW, Harlem Heat served them several L's. Steiner Brothers. Yep. Uh, okay, are the Steiner are Brothers in the in in the Hall of Fame? No, they're not. No, they they're should not. be in the Hall of Fame. They they absolutely should be. In the Hall yeah, they should. Too. Okay, over but Harlem I, Heat. I, but I think you guys are both. It's people who have good relationships with the company at this point, and they're just reaching for people that have good relationships no, with the I company. Think, I think they're almost using. They've used them almost pretty much all up. In terms of and Harlem soon Heat, we'll get people who really don't deserve it. In what, terms of Hall of Fame, I think WWE is trying to make the WWE Hall of Fame more of a wrestling Hall of Fame, and if you do that, you absolutely need the best tag team in WCW. Mm. But they, but but Harlem Heat is an easy one for them, of course, because Booker is oh, yeah, so exactly. So that's why I don't think they would be thinking of them otherwise. I really don't. Well, they, they may not think of them otherwise because they were WCW. But I agree with Greg. That a lot of WCW guys have already been in. So like, if they're looking down that list, Sting went in, and did he even Sting? Have a match? How could you compare Sting to Harlem Heat? He's a WCW guy who did nothing in WWE. At least Booker oh, T. I mean, this hey, is this is really. I mean, you guys, T. you guys got to really. This is like this from. Is, this is like a. Having like a Trump Bernie Sanders disagreement. I mean, we got to find some common ground here. The, Brutus Beefcake is a Hall of Famer, confirmed, like, and just by Har- the skin of his teeth. No, no, I don't agree with that. And Harlem Heat are Hall, are Hall of Famers. I don't, 100%. I don't. Harlem Heat are in the Hall of Fame because Booker T is Booker T. That's that. Booker T's already there. End of and story. Going in. I, I, they are both Hall of Famers, in my opinion. 
in terms of the W. Stevie Ray is not a Hall of Famer. Okay? No, and he will never go in by and himself. Would, yeah, but he would, Steve, Harlem Heat belongs in the Hall of Fame. Mm. And it's, it's that simple. I liked Harlem Heat. I, I actually own their um, their their uh, rubber dolls. They, yeah, they were and made. where do you keep it? Do you keep it in a garbage can somewhere? I keep them. You, you, don't I, sound you know like what? You... I keep them uh, next to my Brutus the Barber Beefcake doll. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Isn't that really the main point? We actually we went in a circle to get to the same point, I like which is that. that it's not a great Hall of Fame class. Yeah, that's that's yeah. ultimately DX is what it's all about. Am I going to get heat for the Hall of Fame heat for the? You're, bo- heat? you're both going to. Am I going to get heat for no, that? I, you're both going to get heat. I think Bruce Beefcake being not uh, in in these people's class is a safe. It's a safe bet. Putting DX in it, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's, 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 it's the whole ridic- thing. The whole but thing. I will say this though, theme music wise. This is the best class that so has it's a ever great. Been. You know what? That's Agreed. a great point. Harlem Heat's theme was mage, but I mean, with the exception of Tori Wilson, which is t- which is fine. Like there was going to be one you're, outlier. You're talking like, about good music though. In this, in this, you know what? If that's your sign, though, it's a rough sign for the Hall of Fame. I mean, I got to be honest. The, the theme music wing of the Hall of Fame I, is lit though. If they yeah, start true. If they start that, right now, you want the hottest take of all? Sure. I don't know if I'd put the Heart Foundation in the Hall of Fame. That oh is a God. scorching hot take. Yeah. Oh my! And it, it's it's it's, it's insane. It's wrong. It's yeah, wrong. Yeah. It's wrong. Bret Hart, for sure, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. One of the greatest of all time. The, Mount the, Rushmore Jays. The, the, the Hall of Fa- uh, the Hart Foundation. Hart Foundation. Mage. I loved them. Demolition is not in the Hall of Fame. Well, Demolition Heart Foundation is better than Demolition. If I'm ranking, I'm loving teams, and hating where this is going at the same time. Goals ahead of demolition. If I'm ranking, I I certainly prefer Heart Foundation to Demolition, like without a shadow of a doubt. Why? Why? You really want to know why? Because mm-hmm. with all due respect, mm-hmm. Demolition looked like a bunch of old, semi out of shape guys wearing weird sex outfits, which they were until Crush showed up, and even then. He didn't really bump up their average that much. It was reported. You think the Crush demolition was better than the other demolition? No, the original the, demolition was better, but I mean, Crush demolition was three guys and they could cycle in and out and it made them a little bit more dangerous, but they're still, like Rosenberg said, three out of shape old guys. Like they, so they, how they were, are they, they were like, the idea that they were so dot, they, they couldn't do anything. I Do mean, you like a yellow paint smash or just red and black and white paint smash? Oh, we're getting very nerdy right this now. This is, Ooh, let's all calm down. I love it. I think gross me in general. Who I, would win Harl in a, in a, in a, in a, um, shoot. triple threat, uh, match? For the tag titles, Demolition, Harlem Heat, or the Heart Foundation? <laughs> demolition. Harlem, I'm going Harlem Heat. The answer is Demolition. Uh, you know, it's really hard to say. Um, but I'll tell you this. It is it is a weird Hall of Fame year. And every year, one th- there are many things that we complain about with, this, with the WrestleMania weekend and many things we laud. One thing we always complain about that never changes is the length of the event and the way the event is run. It never changes. It will always be hours long where when you get to the end you're going Yeah, there's got to be a ha- What the hell is going there's on? There's got to be a happy medium between what they do to people at Hollywood shows which is cut them off in their moment of glory and WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame where they let you go forever until people are sweating in their seats. There's got to be a happy medium. It, it's I wish they would just say, "Here's the deal, guys." Everyone gets 12 minutes. The headliner gets 20. That's it. It's over. Even 20 is a long time. And 20 is a long time. That's all 20 minutes. But dude, people. But didn't do... Mr. T go like an hour? Mr. Went, T got went... cut off after like 35 minutes. But hold on. 
20 is a long time. Most years, everyone goes at least 20. And then the long one might be 30, 40. Yeah, I, I think I remember Brett going like 20, 32. They, it's, it, there's a lot. I love you, but these stories are getting out Red Hart yeah. is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Thank you, Greg. All right, so we didn't make it 30 seconds into Outside the Ring. Anything else, at SGG? <laughs> the Usos re-signed uh, with the WWE. Major. They're not going to AEW. They'll be around for a long while. That was thought about, that they could go to AEW? It, every time somebody hears somebody's contract is up or possibly up or expiring, AEW watch starts. Can't you imagine if, if this thing actually ends up on TV at any point in the near future? Is there any chance they could get a network deal that would make it feel like WCW versus WWE? Is there any? It, yeah, but it would take. I think it's going to take some years to, to to have that happen. What what network would they have to get? Where could they get a deal? Here's yeah, the, here's at this the deal. point, they're not getting one of the big four. No, Here, they'd have to get back to someone like Turner. Not. They'd have to get like Turner. Yeah, like Here, could you get TBS or, or, or TNT? Here's here's what you're missing from this. What they need to do is build up such a gigantic social presence that TV ratings don't matter. And they are so huge on the Internet that to the point where they're, you know, and we know how huge WWE is on the Internet. They're gigantic. But they need to build up such a kind of nonlinear storytelling, interesting presence on the Internet that people are rushing to their phones and their streaming services to – um or their streaming devices to to kind of see where the storylines progress and things like you. It's going to need to be like a viral sensation and here's the rather funny, than a rating sensation on a cable network. Here's the funny Good thing point. about you saying that. They they think that that is where they are right now. When they talk about how big, um, like the biggest person on their roster, right, Kenny Omega, when they talk about how big he is and some of their talent is and when they talk about their YouTube show being the elite, they think that they are already where you just said that they need to be. And I agree with you that they right. need to be there, but um, they are not there yet. And they are on the Internet superstars. And because, like I said before, we have these conversations on the Internet, they feel bigger than they are, but they're not there yet. Agreed. Are they here this weekend in any capacity? They're not, right? I, I, no. I, I, I don't know. WrestleCon, <laughs> nothing? Um, no. None of the – as far as I know, I saw who's at WrestleCon, by the way. I am going to WrestleCon this year just to meet Muda. Muda is at WrestleCon this year. Mother. He's one of my all-time favorites. I absolutely – I took a picture with the Warlord two years ago. This year I need my Muda picture for sure. I watch. Is he going to spit the green mist in your face? I'll, I'll, I'll take the green mist in my face Are you 100%. You take more than the green mist in the face, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, my goodness. My mother's listening It was Rapunk. Uh, oh, my God. Who, by the way, gave me tons of, of flack for not seeing her this weekend. But, you know, it's Mania weekend. It. I'll tell you what. My schedule is full. It's a weird – does everyone agree that by it being in New York, it's a weird feeling Mania weekend? Yes, it feels like yeah. SummerSlam. It doesn't feel like Mania. No. Especially because, like, so much of it has to be spread out. They got to do things in the Bronx. They got to do things in Queens. They got to include Jersey, even though Jersey gets the actual show. It's a, it's a strange. Yeah. It's it's a strange feeling. Can't wait for Tampa next year. Like me neither. Back to repuggery, like the way it should be. <laughs> exactly. The city's too mage. It does. It, there's. It it, it. it. like envelops it all. I Although agree. they have done a good job making the presence felt. It is definitely locally felt. They've been appearing everywhere. 
like uh, as we're recording right now in a few hours Triple H is going to be on the Michael K show at 4 o'clock so I, it, they're doing a great job but it's it's just it's just weird when it's in New York at least for New Yorkers is, so is that it outside the ring? That's it outside the ring. So let's get to this card, guys, and um, Dipperstein's endless list of complaints. I have a very long list today. Oh my god, there's one more outside the ring thing. I can't. I saved it for last because this is in Dip's notes, and I'm going to throw it to Dip to give his thoughts on John Oliver's segment on mm. last week tonight regarding the WWE. You know, my um, my initial reaction, which I still feel 15 percent, is John Oliver TOS. Right, of course, naturally. T.O. Terminate on site. Yeah. John Oliver, CM, CM Punk, Punk Ronda Rousey. Rousey. That's the TOS <laughs> list. Yeah. Team TOS. And he's at the top right now. Uh, but upon reflection, <laughs> I, <laughs> knowing that what he said is, uh, I don't even want to say, I don't even, I don't even want to say, but I, I'm not going to give my, my actual feelings on the whole thing. Uh, but I will say that it was nice to see, nice to see it in the mainstream. It was, it was, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I'm not. I don't even care to comment except for my TOS joke. Frankly, well, it, it, there are parts of it that are relevant and need to be addressed, and then there are parts that are a little misleading because it's dating back into a time which was very different. I don't like. I get offended personally for getting the you know the the healthcare issue and all that. Of course, you know we all have our own private ideas about that, but um, it offends me. As such a lifelong fan and such a devoted fan that people like like I used to work up at the I used to work at the Daily Show. OK, I, I interned at the Daily Show when I was in college. I know how segments get put, put together on these shows. I know what it looks like, whatever. And I would say there's a 90 percent chance that none of the people that work on John Oliver are wrestling fans and know anything about wrestling. So, you know, it, it, it's always offensive to me when people try to put together like a wrestling segment or a story about wrestling that truly don't know anything. There were so many things in that that were besides the, you know, the, the, the Vince stuff or the healthcare stuff that were out of context and that didn't make any sense and that I just didn't think are like worthy of being joked about. You know, uh, I hear you. 100%. I know I'm being vague. I just I just don't. I, it's offensive to me when like non wrestling wrestling people talk about wrestling. But I'll tell you what, you could tell that John Oliver likes it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a takeaway. I had legit. And also, real quick outside uh, note, I interviewed presidential candidate Andrew Young, uh, Yang today, who, if you haven't checked him out, is a pretty interesting candidate um, for a lot of reasons. But afterwards, he said he's been down since shoemaker days and when we started talking about wrestling someone was like what are you guys talking about and he's like oh no we're just marking out well <laughs> and he's running for president of the united states well so listen, you have I, uh, yeah. my home my is vote. open for any and all fundraisers dipperstein towers is open for a fundraiser by the way you should look into him and actually consider doing a fundraiser for him for marks oh my god if i could get the amount of people i had at my home for the royal rumble this year to contribute 50 to 100 bucks which they did anyway for the pool that we bet on <laughs> if i could take that money and give it to this guy, he's he's. I'm ready to go. His entire <laughs> his entire philosophy running for office is basically like the future of this country right now is on a pace for all automation. No one is going to have jobs, and we need to start figuring out ways for people to make money and keep jobs because at the rate it's at, while everyone thinks technology is so great. Automation is going to, when it really truly hits, it's going to hit in a way that's so bad that we have no idea what's coming. 
Yeah, and he, it's very compelling. He's right, and it's close too. It's it's closer than people think. It, it is like, blah blah blah. If he loves you and loves down, wrestling, and he, he loves, loves wrestling, wrestling. I'll vote for him hundred percent. That's it. That's all it takes. Yeah, that's all it is. Although the current president has actually been involved in multiple WrestleManias, and that didn't. Necessarily... But he's not really wrestling. For that, no. I know. You don't think so? I mean, it was Bobby Lashley. Um, <laughs> okay, so we move on to the card. First, the kickoff show of which I am not a part. Neither here nor there. Um, we have the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Yes. Of course, we have Michael Che and Colin Jost. Very exciting. I have my my hot take on this. Okay. Well, not, not I would say hot take on it, but... You have a take. Yeah. I do have a take on the Battle Royal. Sure. Um, but it's not really a take on the Battle Royal just as much as it is an extension of one of the takes that I had on the last po- on the last time I was on the pod is that there are so many mage people on the roster that are floating down the river of oblivion that it is it's almost insane you have at this point you have Kevin Owens, Jeff and Matt Hardy, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode, Ricochet and Aleister Black, Rusev, Samoa Joe, Mustafa Ali, Jinder Mahal, and Braun Strowman. None of them have real characters or storylines. None. Those are, like, half of them are in the Battle Royal. None of those people who are all major, okay? None of them have real storylines. None. That's, think about that, Okay. That list. It's 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 incredible when you think it's an about impressive that. Impressive list. The field is just crowded, though. Like this this card. I'm gets- sorry. They they managed to put 15 matches on the card this year, but none of those people. Well, Samoa have- Joe does has a has a match, but not as a real Sam- story. Right. It's a fake. It's a fake. It's a filler match. It's nonsense. Yeah. Okay? Not, as much I love Samoa Joe, please. But like, it's you not know, a story. No, it's nothing. It's it's like you know, it's 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 uh you know, uh, Rick Martel versus Coco Beware at WrestleMania Six of Jace. Well done. I just think it's going to sound unpopular, especially when when Mania time comes around. But um, everybody does not need to be on every card, and especially if these guys don't have a huge storyline. I agree. The problem they could have fixed um, starting around Survivor Series, building up those storylines to make us care. But if we don't have a storyline for these guys, throw them in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, get them their payday. Um, hopefully throw it on the main card so they can be on the DVD, get a bigger payday. But either way, like they, they like you said, we're already at 15 matches, a lot of filler matches, because even champions don't have storylines. They just don't need to be on the card then. You know, some of these, you know, it's like, I don't know. It, uh, come on, you're putting Jeff Hardy in there? He was just in, like, gender Mahal. I, I just doesn't make, it's so crazy to me. So do you have any thoughts about the Battle Royal? Is it just like Braun Strowman has to win or somehow? Braun will win. Or, I, don't, I don't think Braun wins. Um, you think Che, like, they throw him out? You think Che and Chuck Collin throw him out? No, I think he no. like chases them out or something. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right, right, right. right. Who wins, though? I don't know. Um, uh, honestly, they could win. Yeah. <laughs> no. They could win. Because they'll run under the ropes. Braun will go over the ropes. They'll he'll chase them around MetLife Stadium. They'll come back in at the end and win. <laughs> no. I, I tell you who I'd like to see win in, in like... In reality, Andrade. Of course, because yeah. he's someone who needs something mage to happen. And he's mage. They made Apollo seem like he's going to win, which means he's not going to win. Not going to win. But it'll be final five or six. Yeah, for sure. I'll tell you who else it could be, which is a cr- crazy suggestion, but it's possible. Otis. I like that. Otis is a star. I, I like him, too. Otis is a is an absolute star. He's going to be big. And an old school star. Yeah. Feels very old school. I like him. I like him. 
Could be Apollo Crews, though. I don't think it'll be. No, they teased it. They teased it too much. Oh, that's right. That's true. That's true. So anyway, I I would go with Otis or Andrade. I like the Andrade pick. I'm going to go with you on Andrade. I'm going to go with Colin Jost or Michael Che. Oh, okay. Major. Or David Arquette. Um, By the way, big up to... Big up to Michael Che, though. We love Michael Che. Love the great guy. Yeah, we love Michael Che. I don't want him to win the Battle Royal. I don't either. But don't uh, he's a great <laughs> guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got to go to the Women's Battle Royal. Women's Battle Royal. only right. Who's in that? Um, I have it right here. Um, I would like to see Nikki Cross win, even though I don't think that's going to happen. I would like to see it be Nikki Cross. There's a lot of mage How- women in this match, though. You got Asuka, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville. Here, here's the, here's the thing. Lena Vega. It's that guy. Lacey Evans will win the women's battle Ugh. royal. That yeah, is I my think, pick. Think, that is my. She's not in it, but she will win she's it. She's gonna walk down. Walk she's gonna in, walk yeah. down. Yep. I mean, they've been. Te- I've never seen what they've been doing with her. Has like it's almost never been done. It's like unprecedented. No, it, they've done it several times. Like to this degree, though, it's been weeks and weeks and weeks. Both shows, pay per views, everything. It, has it been Emelina level? Because Emelina went for like. Yeah, true. Oh but Emily, God, wait, em, hold so on. But Emelina was, you mean promo packages? He, no, nothing's been longer than this. This is the longest thing I've ever seen. Wait, you mean, but Emelina, you mean promo packages? Promo packages, and they would You're like right, play though. her music and all that, like randomly. Emelina was a thing for like half the year. It was it tur- like a good six months. And it turned out so big. And then she showed up and was like, nope. I think Lacey will be good when her time comes. Yeah. But this is just so much to put on someone. You know, like the approach they're taking. Is like she's a goddess when the approach you should take, in my opinion, is she's this hardworking ex-military mom who comes in and kicks ass. Yeah, yeah. agree. Like agree. that's that's the babe, that's the angle that puts her way over. She's not going to well, she's she's working heel for sure. Yeah. And, and, and I don't think she is going to be in the long run, but maybe that's the route to get there. But like. Oh yeah, like Evans we watch. Winning makes so much sense, I mean, it's though. like it's almost like they just think people didn't watch NXT. Like we don't know, yeah. we don't know. Well, they that, think they think that anyway. They think that NXT that, that we don't know any for anybody. They think that everyone's a stranger to us from NXT. I got to ask Triple H about that during the interview today. And uh, I, I, there is no more important question to ask him. <laughs> right. Why do they behave as if no one knows who they are? I promise you, okay. And I, 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 I know I, I can separate. I know 10-year-old fans. I know 7-year-old fans. I know I've I've spoken to them before. It's all it's it's all one thing. That said, are you having sleepovers with 7-year-olds at, Dip, at Dipperland <laughs> Ranch? <Wait>, no. <laughs> no, I am telling you I not what you want to call it. It's Dipperstein Towers. Okay. It's not Dipperland Ranch. <laughs> no. Okay. It's not yeah. It's not leaving, <laughs> <Yeah>. leaving Dipperland <laughs> is not a thing. Yeah. Okay, not a thing. Wait. So so oh, it was reported. But here's the thing. Oh, that was like that was like the drop. Oh my god! That yeah, was, he did the drive. <laughs> don't worry, I got the real one too. Oh my god! So, what they don't realize this is what you should ask Triple H today. Don't they know that whoever the Smarks think is cool will will the the rest of the WWE universe will think is cool too? If they would have debuted these NXT people correctly, in a real way, the audience the the Smarks would freak out for it. They would love it. And then everyone else would fall in line. That's how it works. But the Smarks, though, like, it's a fine line with listening to the Smarks. Because if you see some of the suggestions that go out on uh, on Reddit and Twitter, it 100% makes the case for why WWE will say something like, we listen to our fans, but not this section of fans, which are the Smarks. Because there's some 
idiots out there. I know, but if they were to have debuted Alistair Black in a way in which made him mage and not a mid-card tag team wrestler, uh, don't you think like he could be competing for at least the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania this year? Or at least in some kind of awesome dark feud with like, you know, Finn yeah. Balor? Yeah. I don't know. It's a whole... This, Please. I'll, I mean, I'll get on. an answer from Triple H. And Speaking by the way, of, I'll throw that on the podcast too. And speaking of Alistair Black, too, like, I hate what they did with his entrance. They don't need, like, the creaky door thing when he rises up. What? Have you noticed that? Like, the noise that they add? At the beginning? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They, at least they're still... By the way, at least he has a gimmick. At yeah. least he's a wrestler with a gimmick. But Bring on more to, gimmick. It goes back to what you were saying, though. Like, trust NXT. They spent all this time tweaking it. It's perfected. His in-ring stuff, he's taking care of it. The character work is taking care of it. They don't need to throw in, like, a stupid sound effect. When everything else is so They polished. treat the audience like morons. Hello? That's the biggest problem. They said on Raw... I'm sorry, I have to digress for two seconds. Alexa Bliss was in doing a backstage promo Wait, on Alexa, SmackDown. Alexa Bliss, you're referring to one of the most over people in the company who's hosting at WrestleMania? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alexa Bliss was doing a promo on SmackDown backstage. I forget who, who it was with. And she said, she called the SNL guys Colin Jost and Michael Che of SNL fame. They said that. Yeah, they, they said, said that, that all night. What the? What? Come on. They make her. They. They. Everyone. They said don't. That. They. What? They said that all night. It's insane. I just had that. That ticked me off. I can't believe that. Did that make your official list or no? No. Side note. Side, Side note. note. Okay. Um, all right. So I'll, are I'll, you belittling me? Was that a bull- no, 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 no? No, no, no. I was like a little. No, I felt, I felt bullied. I felt bullied. The, mi- the misread of the cinch. Oh, okay. okay. I just meant I don't think that's big enough for, to make your list. Um, I, I go Lacey Evans as well. I think it's the logical thing. Um, yeah. Uh, and then uh, what? The Buddy Murphy match. Yep. Buddy Murphy, Tony Nese for the cruiserweight championship. I don't. I don't care. I don't care. It's they're gonna, gonna be they'll, good, they'll be they'll both be great, but the result is of no significance. Yeah, keep going, which is a shame. Like two hundred five, like they're working their ass off, and this is and they're really good. They're really good. Like, I have all the respect for their in ring work in the world, but I, I there. I'll go title change on the the, the kickoff. You think it'll show. be Tony Nese? Tony Nese. He's from New York. I think he's from Long Island. Yeah, I like him. So all right, sure. Tony, down, Tony, down. Nese, Tony Nese. It is. All right. all right. Digress a little bit. There was a Major. rumor floating around that Johnny Gargano might end up on two hundred five live, and mm-hmm. it's sent people into a tailspin is anyone shocked they hate it what do you guys think about it who are you shocked I'm if not. there's a good decision to make they're not going to make it so you are you are balls to the wall today i, and I like, like it i feel like 205 live is not a demotion though i feel like we treat it that way but it's not and they for example right but greg, that, greg what are you greg, saying greg you know i don't like agreeing with dip over you but that's psychotic 205 live gives us everything we want right we we want good matches they give us good matches they're doing everything they can to try and make it feel mage. They let people see They're there. failing. I got news for you. They're failing. Are they failing or yes. are we failing the, the guys on 205? They're live? failing. Okay. They're on. Let's hear how Kofi did on the drop more for my show. What's more important than 205 what, Live? What are you doing here? We're having that's, a great argument. Hold on. That's how low 205 <laughs> Live is. I want to hear my drop. Hold on. What's going on, y'all? It's WWE superstar Kofi Kingston, and you're in the house with real light with Peter Rosenberg, baby. He did one more. Let's see how he did the second. That's me. Mario of the set. Kofi Kingston here, and you're listening to Rosenberg Radio, baby. <laughs> he knows. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. me hi, Dave. You tuned in a real late. Oh, you up late, 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 man, late, man. Yes, me. <laughs> <laughs> I love haha, David. All right, sorry. 
Um, Greg, I don't see how you could reasonably argue that it's not a either demotion or building block. Listen, this is what I. This is how I feel. Come I think on. WWE is doing everything they can to make two hundred five live good. They don't need to. They could get rid of it tomorrow. They should. They should not. I, I. By the way, I. I like it, and I. I you you know how I, I get emotional about how much I respect like it, like wrestling and the right. in-ring work of these people, but like there you you, you, it, 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 oh, you want to hear emotional dip gets mm. this is unbelievable this was um a few years ago dip was at uh, WrestleCon. I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it! I mean. Thank you. By the way, I would love to meet Terry Funk. Did I've Terry never, Funk? I've, you, I've never met him. I would love to meet him. When he said, take it easy, man, did you feel bad? No, I had. To, I ran away. I was so embarrassed. That's why I said I would love to meet Terry Funk and apologize. Your voice has changed so much from when you asked that question. No, it, you never heard me cry. That's how you, you instantly go <laughs> 60-year-old Southerner when you cry. Yeah. I've never known that. You, have you ever seen me cry? No, I don't even. I don't know that you have ever cried. The last time I cried, I think it was when my dad erased all my Napster files. You told us that in 1999. You, you, didn't you, your grandmother pass away recently in the Napster? My great grandmother did. Yes, you, you cried 100. percent I did. I did. Uh, uh, the gimmick is ruined, Greg. You, Greg, you're ruining. You lifted the curtain. You know, I don't think you get me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you understand my humor. Greg just Listen, lifted the curtain a hundred percent. You broke you with the, I'm trying to humanize you with the cheap heat universe. You brought, oh, I'm human. I'm human. Great okay. grandmother passed away. I'm trying to bring them into the you heart. Just, you just Ronda Rousey this whole situation, Greg. Oh, He's my. like, you know what? Dipper's in your old stupid Napster story. I know for a fact he cried it's when a, his grandmother it's, died. It's a, it's a fake mug shot. You don't know how to do a real arm bar. You know what? All... That guy, Greg, John Oliver. <laughs> oh, no. CM Punk, Ronda Rousey. He's on the TOS. Oh, you're on TOS. Yeah. TOS list. So, uh, you know what, though? Guys, we, we can't even argue about the merits of 205 yeah, Live. Yeah, we've wasted so much time. I just want I, to say, by the way, I don't think we wasted any time yeah, because I'm right and you're wrong. 205, 205 Live is, is fantastic. This is a great conversation. But we got to move on. All right, next. We, we get to the main, main card. card. God, main, finally. Main card of Jay. We're, we're, we're already tired. The it, by the way, everyone's already We've tired. We've already been sitting in the stadium. We're exhausted already. We, <laughs> it's been two hours already. Yeah, I've eaten six hot dogs. And I've drank <laughs> like four blue moons. <laughs> You're so tired. Yeah. At this point, though, we get Yolanda Adams, which is a good break. We're really going to include the singer, we the Yolanda <laughs> Adams and Joan Jett into this preview. <laughs> Keep going. What else we got? The Usos as punishment. Now have a match, a fatal four-way versus the Bar, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rusev. You know what's happening here. And Alistair Black and Ricochet. Alistair Black and Ricochet are winning the titles, and for it'll sure, be a, a great match. That'll yeah, well, it will. They're going to win, and I'm excited about that. They should only open because the show I love them. They should open the show with it. It'll they be, should. It'll be a great way to open. They the won't show. open the show with that, but yeah, they should open the show with it. Um, and they should let the Usos walk out with the championships. What is this? They might. Said. They might. Yeah, I don't they know. Might. You know, they can. The, to me, the Usos are so mage. Title, no title. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. If it, if, it, if it makes Aleister Black and Ricochet more mage to have titles, then give them the title. I'd rather see them have singles titles because they're both completely over-the-top mage in every way, shape, and form. And and could be one day in the WWE Championship picture. And, and they, they should are, probably they be in the Hall of Fame next titles. year. They are both in the Hall of Fame next yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Although we, we did just hear... Um, uh, superstar Billy Graham has said that Ricochet only weighs 88 pounds and thus has no business being in this match. All right, what's next? Another fatal four-way for another set of tag team championships. That makes sense. The Boston Hug Connection versus Beth Phoenix, Natalia, the Iconics, and Nia Jackson Tamina. 
Uh, Boston Hug. Yeah, that's the only way. Yeah, Boston Hug. I think What's Her Name looks so great with blonde hair. Uh, Peyton? Yeah. I, yeah, you know, I think I prefer Peyton with uh, the darker hair. Oh, I like the blonde. I think I, 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 I just from a look standpoint, I don't know, it made them not match anymore. They didn't match in the first but you place. Know, so, like, you know, I want them the to match. Yeah, I, I like the match. I don't know. I like the match too, but she looks good. <laughs> I don't know if it's more, and also I think the dark hair is more heelish, but I'm, you know. Yeah, the dark hair is definitely more heelish. You know, everyone hates brunettes. <laughs> you, dark I, hair makes you evil. What I, are you in Motley Crue? I didn't love the promo on, on Tuesday, though, even though I, I love them and they said Mage on the air and it's still on my Instagram page. And they've said Repug. They've they done it all. Repug, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. However, yeah, the truth of the matter is they're not, they're also not ready for that match. Uh, I don't know about that. I, uh, they'll be fine. They'll survive it. But, the, the, Greg, we've talked about this before. They are a step behind everyone else on the main roster, yeah. I think. Yeah. Henry. Boston Hug, though, win. Yeah. Let's move on. Boston Hug, definitely to retain. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. Oh, this is the match I'm excited Kurt about. Kurt Angle's farewell match. I can't wait. We, I stayed up until 11 o'clock the other night, just assuming John Cena would at some point walk out on my TV screen and save me from a Baron Corbin Kurt Angle match. And it never happened. And I believe it will happen at WrestleMania. And I believe that it will be the second year in a row that John Cena appears unadvertised at WrestleMania. <laughs> and I don't understand that. I mean, it, uh, guys, real quick, is he popular? Is he people, a known? People know him. I think people know John Cena. I yeah, think I people think, know I think, who he is. Yeah. Might be up there. Is yeah. he the most famous person associated with the WWE who's active at this point? Um, yes. Besides Tony Nese. Besides Tony Nese? Yeah. Yeah, you would say it's Nese and then Cena. I mean, if anyone... He's bigger. I think he's bigger than Batista. And Batista's in Hollywood now. I still think Cena's bigger. <laughs> I do. It's true. I, I agree. You agree, right? Are you laughing at the idea of it? Yes. Right. I mean, they've been such a huge deal. Are you joking? He's major. He's the biggest thing ever. What are you talking about? Well, no, because Batista's a legitimate movie star. People have now. This is. Are we we, we doing a bit here? No, no, this isn't a bit. Batista's famous. This is a bit. No, no. To me, it's a bit. For people who are into Marvel, (laughs) I'm not into that world. For people who are into that world, he's he means a lot. It's like a big crossover that he's pulled off. Yeah, but name recognition. It's not even. I'm not even going there. I'm not going there with Batista. So then you have Batista, Triple H, Brock Lesnar. Cena's bigger than all of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I don't understand why he wouldn't be part of the card that's advertised for WrestleMania. I think he's going to wrestle Lars Sullivan. And uh, I think Lars Sullivan's going to get go over and get a big pop. And I think that's what they're going to do. So two guys who are not advertised are going to show up to have a match on an already crowded card? Yeah, I think he comes out. Maybe you, that's a good point. Great point. But I think that he, if, I, I hadn't thought about the Kurt Angle I mean, I thought that it would be him versus Kurt Angle, but I didn't. It, I didn't think it would still be. But that's a good point that it still could be. It's about to happen, and then Cena's music hits. Yeah, that would be cool. Fine. That'd it'll be, it'll be some arbitrary decision. Like, let's ask the crowd who you want to see have a match. Right. The crowd goes Cena, go Cena, and then that's it. Right. All, all rules are out the window. But I could be. It could be Cena coming out doing a promo. And he says, you know, there's one guy I want to face. And, like, I don't know, do they, do they have enough faith in the WWE universe that they know about the Lars Sullivan situation and that it would be a pop if he came out? I don't know. Who knows? I, I think no. They don't think we know who Ricochet is. So I think at Mania it would be quiet for Lars Sullivan. You do? Yeah. yeah. I don't think Lars Sullivan was that mage in NXT. He wasn't, but I'm just, I don't know. I, I, a boy can dream. Um, See, listen, I'll tell you right now. Cena has 
two, three WrestleManias left tops. Mm-hmm. If Lars Sullivan, last year was wasted. Yeah, and Lars Sullivan will be a waste. And Lars Sullivan will be a waste. So I would like, I would love to see Angle versus Cena. That'd be fun. Angle versus Cena would mean something. I agree. I agree. And by the way, an and Angle winning would be absurd. <laughs> yeah. Cena would have to win. Cena would win, yeah. I think, in that scenario. And then they would hug. And then there would be a moment. Can, with he the hand. Take, can Kurt Angle take an attitude adjustment? Yeah. Sure. I think so. Sure. An attitude know. adjustment? You mean a body slam? I mean, what are you talking about? And whatever. It's he doesn't not, have though, to. He can take the STFU. He I think that would be the better route. I think the STF, I think they go back and forth between STFU and, and, and ankle lock. Yeah. Oh. And ankle lock. Well, now we're having a conversation. And he never taps and then he can tap. Now there's a yeah. conversation going on on this podcast. You're interested in this now. Yes, I am. Yeah, they go back and forth between the STF and the, and the, uh, and the ankle, ankle lock and then John Cena wins. Or Baron Corbin comes out looking like he works at Nordstrom's and has a match with Nordstrom's? Not even, sorry. A department store, not a JC, restaurant? JCPenney? I'm saying, I'm thinking like, Thinking Ruby Tuesdays. What about what about what about um what about a worker at a mid level hotel? I'm thinking Carabas. Okay, <laughs> okay. I'm thinking Carabas. I'm thinking Taco <laughs> Bell Cantina. Maybe Fogo de Chow. Fogo de Chow. No, he's been. You can't get out of there for more than like a, it's like a buck fifty a person at Fogo de yeah, Chow. What are you talking not, about? The Baron Corbin's not working at Fogo de Chow. No, not in Manhattan. No, I think he's working at. Like Strawbridges, <laughs> I, you know what I'm talking about. By the way, I'm, 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 ca- I'm calling it at. We are like 46 minutes into this podcast. Uh-huh. It's the greatest episode of GP of all time. I'm saying it right now. This is the best episode of all time from the beginning. It's Sears. Okay, he works at Sears. He, from the beginning when we started. By the way, Dip, you know you know, you know what gimmick I'm doing on the radio that you love uh, all me. the time. Tell me. Every time Joe Biden or Joe Budden gets mentioned. I confuse it with the other one. No, I, I heard I You heard, heard it today. this morning. You heard one. I loved it. But that's every day. It's amazing. So every day, oh, you know Joe Budden, and I said, uh, you know, he might run for president. Did you come up with the gimmick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a great gimmick. Biden comes up. I love his podcast. It's a great yeah, shout a, out. Shout out to Rory. It's a great bit. <laughs> that's a great bit. Well, thank you. I really like that. I'm, thank you. Hey, you know what? You should maybe consider a, a career in radio. Thank you very much. I'm considering it. You what? should let me represent you. This is also a good idea. Oh, good. Okay. All right, uh, moving on. What's next? Oh, then, then Carlito comes out. I spit I in the face of people who don't yeah, want to be cool. By the way, if he goes to AEW battle, the war is over. They win. <laughs> Your team AEW. They win. AEW wins if Carlito shows up. By the way, I'm just just as a side note, the the Wale Mania um Is Carlito there? Hold on. The wa- no. But the Wale Mania flyer is so mage. Yeah. <laughs> what for who's on it? It's mage, every, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's can I show it to you? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's and, the most mage thing I've ever seen. And by the way, today And by the way, did they just did they advertise current roster people too? Yes. Like so they don't even care. So he just gets to do he now has full Yeah, carte blanche. They're just letting people go. Smoke Dizza posted it. Look at that. It's, dude. If he didn't add me to it, I'll be disappointed. By the way, he didn't, and you should alert the media immediately. Oh, I'm excited to see these people tonight, though. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. If you're in town, definitely come check out Wally Mania tonight. Sony Hall. It's going to be Mage. There's no There's no doubt. And if you're hearing this I will uh, be there. after Thursday, April 4th, then you might have missed it. It's very good. That's also a very good point. Anyway, keep going. Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. I have a whole 
thing here. Go ahead. Yeah, let's get into this. Is this is why you're here? Yeah. Say it. Do your thing. Um, I'm going to bleed right. I'm going to bleed into the main event, though. Are you cool with that? Let's or you want to wait? Ahead. You want to no, wait? No, no, it's going to bleed into Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. And- yeah, right. Go ahead. Okay. So I think that Roman goes over clean here. Obviously, Andrew McIntyre beats him. You know, has a moment. And what I think, what I what I think should happen, and what I think could happen, is that we have. Um, in the Seth Rollins Brock Lesnar match, we have Seth Rollins beat Brock Lesnar, but with the help of Roman Reigns, a la WrestleMania four, you know, the help of uh, Macho Man beats DiBiase with the help of Hogan, the Mega Powers form. I think we see Seth Rollins and Roman. You know, Roman helps him win. They it becomes a thing. They become the new Mega Powers, and then they lead up to either a SummerSlam match or a Mania match, and this and the Mega Powers you, explode. Seth turns heel. Roman is the ultimate face. Roman wins at SummerSlam. Roman wins at Mania. Whatever, however long they drag it out, that would be like the like I think the best version of that booking, in my opinion. Have they had a straight storyline yet? I don't think they ever have. Maybe no, they did. It got I, cut short. Um, yeah. Roman, right. Right. It got cut short. Roman won the the tournament or whatever to face Seth at Survivor Series, and then Seth got injured at that house show. Um, I think it was like days before, and that's when Roman won his first championship and right. lost Shout to Sheamus in like two minutes. Good call. Hey, look at Stack guy. Yeah, that was stat. really yeah. legit. Big stats. That was me. That's why I call him Big Stat. Congratulations. Um. Anyway, you like that booking or what? I, I mean, do. I do. I, yeah. Also, it, it gives a match meaning that doesn't have particular meaning. I think that I think we the show ends with Roman putting up Seth's arm and like congratulatory. The show ends or the match ends. The show. Oh, right. No. Come on, the match. Not, the match ends. The match ends. No. Where is Drew and Roman on the card? In the middle. Yeah, the they middle. could probably open with that. Early, middle. Hope they don't, but they could open. They with could that. open with it, or they could make a third to last, something like that. No, I think they make it. Somewhat towards the beginning, so that you don't see Roman for a while. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it probably that's a, that's a good thought. By the way, that's a, that's a the, the booking is too good to, for it to actually happen. happen. So no. it's not going to happen. Good point. And uh, you know, idea. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll just be a schmuzzle or something <laughs> like something. I think Colin Joe slides in, pins Drew McIntyre, becomes and then he the becomes a universal event. champion. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that'll be later. Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor for the Intercontinental Championship. The Demon. Mm. Finn Balor. Oh my! And by the way, let's make sure we advertise it at the D, as the Demon. Oh, so course. you can't have because that's going to change the buy rate, right? So we have to sacrifice any surprise that we could possibly have. This match is so this feud is so thin on story that the store the gimmick the story is that he's the he's going to be the Demon. That's how that's how bad it is. That's how low we've fallen here on uh, on the storyline scenarios. I mean, it's like, come on. It might be it's it might be the worst story build up, considering how much time it's gotten. Hey, by the way, it doesn't even yeah, match up the true. whole thing. I don't like that. I don't that whole scenario. Good night. Good luck. Put them in the battle royal. I I, I don't care. You I, don't care about Finn uh, beating Bobby Lashley and getting another kind of championship. Not at all. Not at all. I like Finn Balor a lot. Okay, I don't like Bobby Lashley, but I like Finn Balor a lot. This is the best version of Bobby Lashley that we've ever seen. And, You're right, and, and I still and, don't like and, it. And, and where does that put you, Greg? <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> I like him. I like Bobby Lashley. I like Bobby and Leo I'd together. rather see Finn versus Leo. I like Bobby and Leo together because mm. I like Leo. 
and I like Bobby as a person, and physically he is a freak, that there has to be a way to make something work with him. I want to see Leo this versus is the way. It's uh, Paul Heyman. It's working. Uh, is it working? Yes. No, it's not. I don't know if it is. It's not working. It is absolutely working. He's not saying good stuff, Leo. It's not funny. It's not good. They don't need to be funny or good. Leo. What does it need to be? Tr- yeah, Leo what? brings the trash Greg, talk Greg, Greg, and Greg. Bobby beats people up. I'm saying stand- your standards are so, by the way, I, I, this is why I love you. You're such a mark that your standards, all you need to see is a good match and you're satisfied. It's amazing. Yeah, I get a good promo out of Leo. Well, I get a good match. It's amazing. Out of and I'm going to say the scorching hot take that every listener is saying and won't say out loud, but I've, Greg and I have a relationship. I feel comfortable saying it. If Bobby Lashley was white, he literally would have zero interest in him whatsoever. He would be, I, I can't even think of what, he would be, he would be Chris Masters. Okay. He becomes Chris Masters like, listen, listen, like that. Listen. I have to I have to defend my character here. Okay, go ahead. I'd love to see you try. When Bobby returned, I didn't care about it. You know him. what? You did diss his return. I did yes, I did not. So You did not like the return. No. You weren't excited. And I was not a fan of it until they made the tweak and put him with Leo. But I will say this. In general though, you are one hundred percent all So you do admit that in general oh, yeah, if he was white, he'd be Chris Masters too. Yeah. Okay. Which he was. When he when he returned, he was just like Chris Masters. Although but, I wouldn't be surprised if you actually then randomly were like, I gotta tell you, I really liked Chris Masters. <laughs> I know. I like the Master Lock gimmick. Master Lock, the Master Lock gimmick was the ma- you know what? It was such a throwback to Hercules and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I enjoyed perfect. it. All right, but yeah, I for how much time it's gotten, I would say I haven't cared enough. And Finn say, is so great. Which is fair. Yeah, that is fair to say. And Finn is so great, and Leo's gonna be great. I just, I need more. Can I see some, can I say something about Hercules? Um, I watch a ton of prime times and a ton of Saturday Night's main events and a ton of stuff. And, uh, old manias in that, you know, whatever, in the Hercules era. I was there. He, there is no one that changed that, whose look, whose physical look changed more rapidly in a period of four or five years than Hercules. It was, it's, it was it's crazy. shocking. He looked incredible in, like 1987, 86, or he like he he wasn't like fully Hercules yet, and then in like 88, 89 he was prime Hercules. Then like early 90, he was still good, you know. Then as like 1990 went on, he it was a rapid decline, and then by 91 he was in power and glory, and like it was starting to be like by like late 91. Oh my god! I mean, it was beyond Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, it's it. it the end of Hercules was oh, and Hemel. It's a lot to look at. It it's, is it's the, the hair, the hair, the, side, the, uh, the, the, the chest the neck. thickness, the neck. It's a lot. Yeah. All right, kids, keep going. Shaving Man versus The Miz, Falls Count Anywhere match. The Miz, who just won a Falls Count Anywhere three, three on one handicap match. That was the best part of. Of of WWE television in the last month was was sanity was like the I was like finally they're out of the ring finally they've walked in the backstage area and are using weapons to hit each other like this is fun and interesting to watch like you know you see that sanity beat up the Miz and mm-hmm. Miz won but like that was a fun match that like I saw the backstage it it it'd been a while you know <laughs> no 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 because now all they show is gorilla. You see the red curtains everywhere. Yeah, which, which I, don't I like. Though. I'm not gonna lie. I like, you love you that. Like, I like the sneak peek of gorilla. I don't, oh, I don't God. Like what are you saying? Yeah, it, it, it offends. I like me. it. It offends me deeply. Oh, God in heaven! It's, it's going you, on across the. You, what, what do you got? What is gorilla so sacred that you don't want to see? Yes, it on Yes, gorilla TV? is sacred. I, I I don't think it should be shown. 
I think that I think it's God. like I think they, they, they you, everyone knows what it looks like now. When I first started there, just two and a half years ago, whatever it was, and I walked in there for the first time. Or maybe I'd walk, I'd been in there once before, before I worked there. I, I think. can't even believe you've been. I've never been in there. I mean, I, I'm, I'm so jealous. I, I, by the way, I never want to see it. As close as I ever get to this company, I never want to see Gorilla. Don't ever let me see it. It's, I, I've, I've, I've spent, I've spent an hour, spent two hours in there during a the show. Oh my God. It's, and I was like, this is, this is it. Yeah. And so to show it on TV, I don't know. It just, it, it when they show, whenever documentary there was, when, when Lesnar threw the title at McMahon and whatever, and they showed Gorilla, I had to shut my eyes. I shut my eyes. You should. Oh, so this is like a kayfabe only thing. You of don't want to. Of course. Kayfabe only. Yeah. I respect it. You know the way this There's a real world out there, but I respect you it. You already know. So that, there's a real Stack world. Guy, you already know. Yes. Everything is fake. Those mugshots are fake. So is it kayfabe or not? Those cops weren't real. All right. Uh, anyway, um, this match is going to be mage for sure. Shane is going to do all the mage spots oh, again. yeah. And by the way, yeah. I love it. This, he's, there's he's, a story at least. Dude, he's Mr. WrestleMania. Okay. You know Shane what? McMahon is the new Mr. WrestleMania. We agree on that, bro. Thank you. Look at that. Look we, at you guys. We found. agree Thank on you. that. Thank you. The, Good, che- I, the Cheap Heat Peace Summit. I love the coast to coast. I love the table spots. I mean, I wish this was Hell in a Cell, to be honest. I, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll find something crazy. I right? want him to beat up Mrs. Dad, but that, like, badly. <laughs> I want to see blood. Yeah. I don't know if we sure. get a bloody Mrs. Dad. Why not? I just don't think it'll It doesn't have to be actual blood. It could be like a blood that, capsule. He'd like that slap that, him that and potato then... face son of a bitch. <laughs> baked, baked potato face. <laughs> that baked potato face. He's a great guy, by the way. We uh, shared the buffet last year at the- uh, Oh, really? Hotel. Yeah. No? Yeah, no. The Miz, Mr. Miz is a great guy. Major. He was at the, the movie premiere, and uh, we we ended up being the two that had to go and get popcorn and soda for everybody. But he was very chatty, uh, pleasant. Yeah, wait, man, wait, yeah. wait, you got popcorn and soda for everybody? Yeah, Mensch of the Cinch. Mensch of whole, the Cinch. It was the whole thing. Before I got there? <laughs> Last year? Before At Orlando, yeah, before you got there. Wow. Me and Mr. Miz somehow ended up being the, the two nice guys who volunteered to go get everybody their snacks. That is unbelievable. I could see Miz doing that. I, I, Mr. Mr. Miz, I can see you doing Mr. it. Mr. Miz is the man. I really like him. Um, this should be a very – I don't know what the Shane spot will be. I personally would like Shane to win this match. Does Shane, I think does Shane get hit by a car or thrown into like the windshield of no, a I car? Think Sh- I believe Shane it has to be something with a car. Though, I, right? I believe Shane will be thrown off the top of the scoreboard at MetLife Stadium. It's about three hundred <laughs> feet. <laughs> <laughs> something he'll do something cool. He's the man. I love Shane McMahon. He's he's great. And um, oh my god, I said something positive. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I, I'm very very impressed. Um, hold on. You're gonna go to hit me, and I'm gonna miss. You're gonna miss. I'm gonna hit you. Well, you get, you get the idea. Um, great interview we had with him on the K show last week too. If you want to go get that podcast. Um, I believe Shane should win. He needs to, if he plans on being around for a while, I said it last week, gotta win sometimes. And what does babyface Miz have to win for? He's not going to be a babyface for a while. No, Shane will, Shane will win. I hope you're right about that. It's, yeah. t- it's time to get a win. Yeah. SGG, what's next? Samoa Joe is defending the United States Championship. I'm not sure if it's going to be against Rey Mysterio. That's what was advertised, but Rey Mysterio also has an ankle injury that he suffered on Monday. So you can thank Baron Corbin for ruining this match and ruining the Kurt Angle farewell. Yeah. As well. Wait, is that is is that what they're saying? He has an injury? Yeah. Yeah. They, they did report he has an injury. Shoot I'm, injury. I'm just joking. I'm blaming it on Baron Corbin, but uh Right, but he is actually injured. Yes. Well that could be a good spot for Cena too. Cena Joe would be great. Well maybe or the US he, wait a minute, wait a minute. US open challenge. Wait a minute. That, Cena that would be wait a minute. Is he shoot injured? Or is this a work? work? They decide they were deciding between Corbin which match to put Cena in, and they decided to put him in this one instead because it makes more sense for a U.S. Open challenge. Okay. 
and John Cena's gonna be out there. That's that's good. I'm I'm down. I'm down. I'm, I'm into that, and I love Joe so much. So yeah, I would love to have Joe have a moment that big. We could be in the middle Agreed. of his country. So that would be cool. We'll see. I hope Ray feels better if he is in fact hurt, and if not, enjoy yourself. <laughs> and, and and by the way, take it easy, man. By the way, I don't like hearing Ray Mysterio's voice because that I live in cafe. I know. And, what about his giant son? Yeah. Right. The son is Gargan. Yeah, he's Gargan. <laughs> um, I don't like hearing his voice, and we heard his voice this week, which was a shame. Ray Mysterio and his son, Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> the man, the man, the, next to Ray, he looks huge. Yeah. He's probably only 5'10. Yeah, I, I, I had that thought, like, how does Ray discipline this kid? Like, at what point did it just stop and they just decide they were going to be cool and it's going to be based on mutual respect? And does he yell, Eddie Guerrero's my real dad? <laughs> probably, right? Oh, uh, shout out to Ray. But anyways, let's keep going. Um, did I mention AJ Styles versus Randy Orton yet? Uh, no. I have a... How about this? Thank you, Paul, Peter, Rosenberg, whatever your name is. <laughs> I guess thanks to him, too. What, I, do you th- what do you think, AJ? I am so over Randy Orton at this point. Here's the deal. He hears voices Bo- in his head. Both of these guys have done it all, and they should both go to AEW. I'm do, and do some more. That was a joke. Um, I was it a joke? N- I mean, they've both done it all. AJ Styles has done it all. He's beaten everyone. He's had every title. He's done it all. Randy Orton beaten everyone. Has feuded with everyone. I mean, it's two guys that have done everything and feuded with everyone. So, you know, I don't know. This this could be a good match. I don't care about it though, personally. And you know, you know, I love AJ Styles. Do you know the three most dangerous letters in all of WWE? DDT. No RKO. DDT. What? You didn't know where he was. Where, you didn't did, know where he was going with I that. Think I, did, I, did. I, I think you knew. I think you knew. Um, yeah, two great wrestlers guaranteed to have a solid match. Randy's had a bunch of these over the years, though, unfortunately, where he's just on the card in a match that's like whatever. You know, two great guys with no real story. So yeah. I'll, I'll I'll say AJ. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I, mean, I don't know. I'm gonna go Randy, and I hope that they don't phone it in too because they're both. I think it's gonna be Randy so too. So good that sometimes they just get bored. Because they know they can put on a good match, right? And, and they don't have a story, and they could be like, match. "We don't." They, they could, they could have a feeling of like, "Does this matter?" I, I think that they will have a good match, All right. and I think Randy will win. All right, I'll stay, AJ. Triple H versus Batista. Ah, Batista. Mm. Triple H has never. Triple H is what has never beaten Batista. Keep on. They absolutely botched this in every way, um, in my opinion. They had something going with the Ric Flair thing. It was so hot. It to was start. great. It, it mm-hmm. shot out of a cannon. They, yep. They could have went. They could have, you know, done this throughout the whole thing. I mean, it wasn't that many. It was three weeks, four weeks, but they could have kept the Ric Flair thing going. He was keeping him captive. He was torturing him. Who the hell? The, you know, they could have done something with Ric Flair, kept it going, but they should have done the whole thing around evolution. I mean, why? Why did they? So you're saying Randy Orton should have been involved yeah, in this? Yeah. Yeah. Randy Orton should have been involved in this. Rick Flair, Flair should be the special guest referee, Could, the, the 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 um the 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 enforcer, whatever. Or he should it. be, or, or he should at least be in Triple H's corner. Anyone? Yes. Yeah. My one of my favorite things about this whole time was that Ric Flair got beaten nearly to death on his seventieth birthday, <laughs> and the next day Charlotte Flair came out on TV and talked. Didn't mention. Didn't say a word. I, I thought that too. <laughs> Listen, you're man. not upset. Listen, man. She had she had bigger fish to fry. Okay? I guess so. Um, they ba- they bailed the on this event. one though. They ba- they bailed on anything going on. With I, 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 Batista shows up at TV to say four words. It, yeah, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna admit I got caught up in the hype at first when the crowd was going wild and I'm just like, but then when I watched it back I was just like, that that wasn't. Do you like the multicolored sunglass gimmick, the blue and the red? I love his whole look. Yeah, I love how he looks right I now. I like that he lets his sunglasses and his nose ring match his. Outfit. I love it. I love his suits. I, I love. Yeah, everything. I don't mind it either. I love everything Batista's doing. I think he's look great, and I love Batista. You know, I was. You like Batista? Love. I used to hate Batista. I thought he was. Oh, such, I think you, you've talked about this before. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. garbage when I first. I came saw around him. on him when he beat up Rey Mysterio. That was it, it was for like, me too. It was like that, and, then, uh, and I loved Rey. I was like, "That's my guy. I like that." He was pretty great. And then when Bret Hart fired him and he was in a wheelchair, it was phenomenal. Like that was, was my that was my my dark years. But yeah, you I've, should go back I've and watch. It. You I've should go it. back and watch him in the wheelchair. I've seen it. I don't believe you. <laughs> I've seen it. I don't believe him. Maybe it. a picture. I don't, think you, I don't think you sat and watched. Yeah, we need to. We need no, to, I haven't sat and watched. I mean, I know him. We need to photograph or video evidence. It was the day after WrestleMania that Bret Hart was in when Bret had his run as GM, and Bret came out and fired Batista, and he's pushing himself in a wheelchair. It's the most pathetic, hilarious, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> we'll watch uh, it. We'll watch it later. Yeah, it's Mage. Um, but yeah, I'll go Batista in this one. Yeah, you're probably I'm gonna right. Join you. Yeah, Batista. Know. It feels like a like prime time for Triple H to get one win off of Batista, but um. I don't think Triple H. Cares Although, so are much. we being stupid? Whenever we go against this, we get it wrong. Remember the Sting match? Yeah. When you go against the the the, the company, you end up being wrong. Yeah. But Batista is the company too. He's not a WCW guy. He's WWE. Yep. Yeah. And he represents them now in Hollywood and Marvel movies and all those yeah, things. Yeah, he, so. he might go over. You so, know what? Just to help our average, one of us got to get this right. I'm going to go Triple H. All right, there you go. <laughs> All right, keep going. We're, we are a third of the way through. <laughs> we are a quarter We're of still the way at the pre-show. WWE Universal Championship match. Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar. You know my feeling already. Brock? Seth. Right. You already said that with help from Roman. Um, I'm going Brock. It's enough is enough. It better not be Brock. I'll be honest with you. Enough is enough. Yeah, and every time we say that, we get more, which is why I'm going to go Brock. So if you're saying if if, uh, if Brock goes over, this will be the sound of Dipperstein. You're hurting me. Is that, uh-huh. Is, okay. What is it? Uh-huh. All right. You can never get it right. That's my favorite. You're right. Part. Uh-huh. Okay. I see. Uh-huh. I see. Uh-huh. I see. Uh-huh. All right. So, oh, by the way, quick aside to the Michael K show, because I, I do find that we talk about the drops from the K show. People love it. A guy called a while ago and he, with older with older baseball fans who are like over the top baseball nerds, I have a tendency to like make a little bit of fun and draw things out of them. And I got a guy, a guy called up and was complaining about how the Mets don't do enough and said the following talking about things that the Mets could do to get people more. They should have more giveaways at City Field. And he said, You get a bobblehead or you get a beach blanket. That person is being dead serious. That is not a joke. (laughs) So he called back. I I love that. So he called back about three weeks later. And we said, Are you bobblehead beach blanket guy? He has no idea what we're talking about. He's like, No. I'm like, Yes, he is. And so I just go, Sir, I have a random question. Do you think the Mets would be better off if they started giving away more things at games. Because <laughs> I knew he didn't remember that yeah. he was that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I said, because I just think they'd be better off if they did more giveaways. I said, what do you think about that? What, what kind of things could they give away? And he said, 
They used to give away seat cushions, blankets, you know, and towels. <laughs> uh, I got to meet this guy. I, I walked him right into it. And, yeah. uh, and, he, and he was happy as could be to tell you about that. That's so funny. You know, WWE should be doing that, though. What? Bobbleheads, Bobble beach blankets. Beach blankets. It's a good idea. Seat cushions. You get a seat. They you get, get one of the lower they, seats. Yeah. They give away the seats, which probably cost them money. No, but then you could get a, like a, a seat cushion if you go around a little bit more, like the one section up. Um, heads for the we, first thousand people. I will go Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I like Dip's plan, but I'm going to go Brock Lesnar. I just Same. it's okay. an op- it's an opportunity for Brock to win a match in convincing fashion on a big stage. Seth will get it later, which he absolutely will. I think he's going to destroy Seth. Uh, fine, whatever. Next WWE Championship. Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston. We all know the answer to this. Hmm. It's time. Yeah. Well, to say I have a take on this would be a, a gross understatement. Oh, so oh you have a you God. have a you have a take on this? I do. Um, you guys can go first, and then I will I will I will go into a, a I, tirade. I mean, there's no one else to say. It's, it's Kofi Kingston, Kofi it's, Mania. It's time. Yeah, I believe it is Kofi's time, and also real quick, because uh, we have so many, and I'm not going to get to half of them. Mail. Alex says, greetings, Peter. Had a thought that popped in my mind. I'd love to hear you and SGG unpack. What if Kofi achieves the dream and wins the title, and in the throes of celebration, the yellow and red comes down and cuts a promo asking for forgiveness and anoints Kofi as champion? Would that be enough for SGG or yourself to be a Hulkamaniac again? Mm. Completely understand if it isn't, since Hulk is awful. Just curious. Oh, I have I have a Hogan, oh, so, I have the whole Hogan bit to talk about. So too. we make Kofi's big moment about Hulk Hogan, and that's the path to forgiveness. Well, he comes out and apologizes, Greg. He apologizes in that moment. I mean, mm-hmm. so what about if Monday he came out and did it, or Tuesday, I should say? No, no, Monday's perfect because Kofi's not on Raw. So <laughs> Monday is perfect. He comes out Monday. He says it. Then Tuesday, Kofi can decide how we feel about it, and then we can go from there. Greg, but, can you at least like entertain this with like a little, little? I mean, come on, all a, right, a little bit of a possibility. Uh, absolutely not. No, right. no, no Hogan love. Here's the deal. This is what I would like to see happen. This is my fantasy booking. Oh my! Oh my God! Of this match, are you ready? I want Biggie and um, Xavier Woods. And Xavier Woods. To turn on Kofi Kingston during this match. Yep. And join Daniel Bryan, change their gimmick, do the whole thing. They can stay as a tag team, but I think it's time. I think that they are, could be the ultimate heel tag team. And Kofi is the ultimate baby champion. And he wins. And he, he wins. He wins and they turn. They turn. He wins and they turn. Yeah, that's what I meant. He wins, they turn on him. That would be so mage, dude. And I love the New Day. I mean, I, I love them I, personally and professionally. I am all for... That would be... It's time. Like it, The New Day is done. Okay. May I just say, the New Day is done if he wins the title. Yes. It's over. In one foul swoop, they should just destroy the stable. Have them beat the crap out of Kofi Kingston. Join and become, you know, you know uh, hippies with Daniel Bryan. It would be mage, dude vegans the whole thing they, they should buy into the daniel bryan thing daniel bryan has taken them under their wing they've turned on kofi and then you can keep the kofi and daniel bryan thing going forever you can keep it going till SummerSlam and have them fight at SummerSlam again and well then, kofi- and then they can and then and then they can actually and then he can have matches with new day as well 
Right. And then you can right, exactly in between, you know, whatever. And then rowing, you know, you keep rowing, whatever you want. You don't not keep rowing. It is what it is. Okay. That is one mage fantasy booking scenario. I don't hate it. The other is that Kofi wins the New Day eventually in the very near future win the tag team champions and then the New Day have all the titles, which I think would be cool too. They have they have all three titles. All three of them have titles and they all come out with titles. That's never happened before. So I thought that I mean that's the complete opposite take. But I think that that could be really cool too, and I, I like the dynamic of having all three of them have it have a belt. But the New Day's been going on for a long time, guys. The New Day was was created in two thousand and eleven, two thousand twelve, no, no. two thousand thirteen. They, they came together. Two thousand fourteen broke up. Was it two thousand fifteen? <laughs> I think I think fourteen. All right, fourteen. All right. Well, by the way, that's five years ago. That's a long time for a gimmick long to last. Long time. And uh, I think it's over. I, I think- mean, hold on. Let's stop, though. They're jealous of Kofi. Kofi's getting all the attention. They work just as hard as him. They, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's perfect. We say five years is a long time for a gimmick to last, but Undertaker's been riding that dead man wave since all right, let's 19... Not, let's not bring the Undertaker into this, 90. okay? All right. All right. Let, this is this is new WWE so Greg, we're talking Greg, about. Greg, do you believe um, the New Day still is 15 in the tank? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, come on, come on. I don't, There's my, no comparison. My, my, only, my only issue here. <laughs> You're saying such no idiotic seven, things. I no mean, seven jackets for the New Day. My, my, my only issue, uh, I, they, need to ha- they need to have the celebration with them. You do it the next, you do it Tuesday. Okay, fine. But let them turn. We talked about this last week, by the way. You didn't listen to the podcast. You're no, I didn't. Guy. I didn't. Sorry. You haven't listened in months, have you? Awful. No, no, I listened in months. You haven't he listened to the What did you say last week about the exact, that they turned on him on Tuesday? Oh, I didn't listen This is... I mean, you know how hard I'm working right now. There's chatter about this, but no, I agree. I just don't think it can happen that day. They have to celebrate together in the moment. You talked about him turning last week. Sorry, last week I didn't. Sorry. Yeah. Where, where do we go from here? I don't know. This is upsetting. Next. Um, <laughs> oh my but we all agree he's going over. Yeah, he's going over. And if they don't, if he, if he doesn't, if he just loses clean, how? What level of repug is that? Oh my god! It's it's the highest. It, level. It, by the way. Wouldn't shock me. <laughs> no. Wouldn't shock me, but it would be Repug. Wouldn't shock me either, but it would absolutely be the highest level of Repug. You're right. And would really stink, too, because they're on SmackDown. And you can't, because, like, with Raw, you can the next day have this moment and they and it happens. With SmackDown, it's not the same. Yeah. It doesn't People have the have same. Out. They doesn't have the same feeling as if, like, you know, if he lost, if Kofi lost and Ross started with Daniel Bryan coming out and celebrating and then Kofi comes out and challenges him and the main event of Raw is like a 40 minute match and Kofi wins, that could be dope. No. It doesn't work that way on SmackDown. I agree. I agree. I'm just pointing out there's not even an option if he doesn't win. It just, it's a, he has to win. He's going to get a, re- the rematch clause. No, the he, biggest cop out in the, in, in the history of storytelling. The, the rematch clause. He has to win. Keep going. Is that it? Have we no, gone through the whole thing? We are we are sixty percent of the way through. Oh, we got one more. Oh, no, TOS. Time for the TOS. Let's go. Uh, Here it comes. Oh no! Winner take a... all. All right. Mm. Triple threat match for both the WWE Raw Women's Championship and? and the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Becky Lynch versus SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair versus Raw Women's Champion Ronda. Rousey. I see. Uh-huh. Um, I think that uh, they've kind of lost me on Becky these days in the last few weeks. I mean, I, I, she's standing on the – on Tuesday, she was standing on the on the thing, on the on the table, trying – she's like 
Reed, instead of like cutting like a vicious promo about the two of them, she cuts a promo where she retells you the story of what's been happening for the last two months. I mean, it's 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 so bad that I I can't even explain. Like it's it's a joke. They want her to. They want, and then they're fighting and they're getting arrested. I mean, fine. I like, but like, it's a weird look for the fact that this is this big women's thing to then have them beating up police every week. I know. It's just it's just a weird. I know. I know. It doesn't make sense. Just let Becky go over clean. Who cares? You know? Let 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 her go over clean. You know, I I, I you know, I don't want to see Ronda win, that's for sure. And Charlotte yeah, I, definitely I, not. I love Charlotte very much. I think she's the best. But she's know? had enough. it's enough. It's enough. And I let Becky win clean and it is you know, she has her moment, she's the man, she's standing in the you know, she's the fireworks and that's what's gonna that'll end the show. So that's cool though. I'm I'm good with that. I'm fine with that. I'm good with that too, but I, I do agree that this started out much like the way Batista shot out of a cannon with Ric Flair. Becky Lynch was so indescribably over. Yeah. They ruined it immediately. And it's just it's just been a slow, prodding, repeating process. They just repeat and repeat every single they just retell you what's going on. It, 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 that could be the number one problem with with stro- the storylines right now. All they do is retell you what's happened and nothing happens. And so they're retelling well, you, I, even, I was, I this and he that. It's uh, just there's it, no. It even, it even happened with the Kofi. The Kofi story. Yeah, the Kofi yes. they repeated. On. Well, they repeated the gauntlet. Yep. Last week's gauntlet was crazy. How about another gauntlet match? Yeah. yeah. Last week, I was in the ring with six competitors, and I... Blah, 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 like, we know. We watch wrestling. We don't tell us what happened. It's like wrestling for dummies. And you know what's going to happen? On Sunday, they're going to do a video package before every match. And they're seven minutes long. It's half the show. I enjoy the video packages because the editing is so incredible. They're beautiful. It's, they're beautiful. I should, I should sign all the editors, honestly. The, uh, the editing of the packages <laughs> are beautiful. Yeah. They're, they're very well done. But so, it adds legitimately an hour to WrestleMania. Fine. Yeah. Here's the biggest problem. We have to suffer through I mean, the, 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 the camera movements, which we were talking about this earlier. They are trying to include this, the WrestleMania sign in such a way that the camera movements seem amateur hours, uh, amateur hour. Like they're, they're, they're so obsessed with getting the correct shot of the wrestler with the, the story, with, with the WrestleMania sign for the package that it's become like now they're just like shaky cams if they can't get it right and they go back to the previous shot. I mean, it's crazy. And you know what, you know what's wild about that too is that they don't need to show us the shot. They can get the shot that night or whatever. Get it right, and then when they throw yeah. together the video package, we see a, an yeah. unseen angle with the WrestleMania sign Wha- in the back. Exactly. I see. Good point. Uh-huh. Why is the director telling the cameraman to do it now? That's what I feel like they're doing in the control room. Okay, there, here, she, hold on. Wait, we can get a good shot of the Mania sign with her. Here we go. Oh, wait, oh, wait, 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 she moved away. Wait, 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 move the camera. Like, it feels like that's what's happening. I it's see. crazy. Uh-huh. Why do we need to see those shots? Thank oh, you. I'm sorry. Guy. Good point. Sorry to monopolize that point, but no, no, you did make no, a good point. It's, it's true. They don't need to show it to us every time. I, it's, have, it's I never thought so about deliberate. that. But. Do you guys know that Sunday is the grandest stage of them all? Mm. No, it's not the ultimate thrill ride. It's the, the ultimate thrill ride. It's the pageantry. It's, it's the showcase of the immortals. It's WrestleMania. It's boss time. The beast is unleashed. The architect, the big dog, <laughs> yeah, all those the things. baddest woman on the planet, 
The, the man. man. <laughs> uh, you know, the man thing happened. It's the best example of it. Mm-hmm. They started the man thing one day. I'm the man. Within 10 seconds, the T-shirt's made. Within 20 seconds, she's only referred to as the man. Let it breathe. Within 55 seconds, every fan out there feels like it's been taken from them and made the property of the company. The people, it's supposed to all be about the WWE Universe. But over and over again, the WWE Universe has it taken from them and made the property of the WWE. I think I just said one of the more profound problems with the WWE. It's an incredible point. Brilliant. No one gets well, a well chance. Said. No one gets a chance to have their thing. You like Kofi Kingston? Here's a sign that says Kofi Mania. I would like to time. This is a very good test case, and I don't have time to do this, but possibly someone. I'll cancel the case show. Go ahead. Possibly someone in well, a peckerhead can can go ahead and do this. How long did it take for them to start printing suck it shirts when, before DX started saying suck it? Like how after? Yeah, after DX started saying suck it. And how long was the process between him saying 316 and 316? How about what? 316 came in, came how, in right away. How about away. what? The, the what chance? Yeah, what about what? They let that happen for a while. The what The what, The what? what shirts came much later. I won, uh, 316 came quick within yeah. a few Yeah, weeks. that's not a good example. A few. Well, no, I'm just curious. <laughs> Even though. the Owen 316 came quick, too. Like, he broke his neck, and then that Monday he had his shirt. Yeah. Um. But let these things that feel organic breathe just a little bit. You don't have to put it on a shirt right away. Michael Cole doesn't, they don't need to make him scream a nickname every time. And now he like even makes fun of it sometimes. Like, oh, I know this will drive you crazy, Corey, but it's boss time. And I'm like, (laughs) it's not Corey you're driving crazy. It's everybody. It's everybody. And I don't know that that's Cole making that that's the thing he wants to do, or they're like, we need to drive this home. No, it's not Cole. It's 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 it's, it's bo- someone else. It's boss time. We we it's boss time. Sasha Banks. There are times when they've screamed, "It's boss time," and you could hear a needle drop in the arena. Yeah, and here's the, here's the thing. We are fortunately all- not now because Boss and Hug is a, a better moment for them. But that has happened. We are all well aware that it is all about marketing and it's all about merch sales and it's all about this. And of course, we all are in businesses we all get it but it's it's to a like it now it's it, it's absurd at this point for to to the to the mildest observer you want it to be i'll tell you one thing should they somehow and i don't think it'll happen but should they somehow end up in a real competition with AEW? that stuff's gonna have to change they're gonna have to start letting it feel a little organic and rogue again they're yeah. going to have to. Well, they're and saying that's that Fox years is, away, is hoping they do that. On and Tuesday. Fox wants to un-PG it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it can't be Candyland. Like, we have to... It's Candyland right now. That's a very good way of putting it's, it. It feels. It just feels like a kid show almost all the time. You know, I know. it's almost like... You know, you know this is insane. I, I can't even say this. I don't even think I could say this. You guys know I'm the number one proponent of the women's evolution. Revolution, revolution, and the and the and the pay per view named after it, women's evolution. Yes, sorry, um, but I, the, I'm the biggest proponent of the women's revolution, and I have I've been a supporter of women's wrestlers before that. You have, but I almost say, hear me out in full. I miss the days of bra and panty matches, not because those should be happening, and I want them to happen. And that's not where we should actually go. 
but in the sense that you are willing to have some sort of edge that, like, it's late and kids shouldn't be watching this. So I know that's not what should happen. I don't want that to happen. But there needs to be an equivalent to that. It doesn't have to be sex-related. But in terms of themes of a storyline, something with some sort of edge. It's true. Even, like, you say edge, and Edge and Lita had the, edge, the live the, the, sex the, the, show. Yes, and like, don't get me wrong. That was a lot, right? It's, it's you're gonna have to ease ease back into it. It's gonna take forever. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, and by the way, I don't want to get close to any of those things. It was no. too far. No, but like, <laughs> can we get somewhere? You know, Dude, what if what if take what it if, out of? I'm sorry, good. No, what what if someone said something political that was surprising? A character took on a political role. Just get the wrestlers out of the ring and out of the get them into like. Like, um, like Matt Hardy, like Matt Hardy and, and Bray Wyatt, get them out of the ring and into the wilderness and into the thing. Or, Even or, that, or 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 when you, they would have the APA have a bar fight, right? Yeah, like something. Can that we looks... see a promo that's not in the ring? Let's see a promo that's outside in the world. I know it could be Austin tossing the belt off the bridge. And title. yes, anything. All of those. Everything things. is just. End of segment. I mean, it's like you, there's no sporadic ideas. It's I, I, I couldn't agree that, with more. No, it's completely right sporadic. Isn't the right word? No, no. Um, <laughs> I meant um, uh, off the cuff. I mean, yeah, yeah, there, yeah there, I uh, um, there's nothing that seems like whoa, what just happened? Right. Yeah. You know? No, I, never. I, I mean, hate to bring up number one on TOS, but that's one of the last times you remember being like, whoa, what the f. Oh, CM Punk? Yes. Um, and by the way, that didn't even require going somewhere else. All he, he, did, all he did was sit down on the ramp, and you're like, wow, I haven't seen that before. I can't. I, I'm not going to co-sign So you can't one. even compliment it? No. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bring up something else. Come on, you, you can. No, I won't. I won't let you be such a fraud. It happened on WWE television. No, no, yeah, you can't be. You can't. You can't eliminate. You can't write him out of history. I've never been called a fraud in my life. It happened so, the first time. It happened but on you, WWE TV. You so you have to count. You it. can't write him out of history. You can say you hate him now. I have no interest in him ever coming back. But that moment was mage written out of history. Next. <laughs> so he I, gave I, Punk the Hogan. Uh, fine, fine. I'll give you the worst. Oh, the worst example of something that was still mage. <laughs> Yeah, Punk is his Hogan. Punk got the Hogan. Oh. Um, how about Nexus? Mm-hmm. Showing up and destroying the entire ring and, and... Love it. Daniel Bryan choking Justin Roberts with his tie. I loved it. I like Nexus. I like Nexus. That's when I was starting to get watch again every week. Punk got the at that Hogan. Point. Punk, yeah, <laughs> Punk is your Hogan. I just don't like him. I don't I, I like know. his way. I don't I mean, like I'm what gonna, he I'm did. I'm going to tell you guys something. Yo, you know what, though? Everybody has one. That I'm going to give you guys worth. both a hard truth. A hard truth. Mm, okay. And this is the truth. Uh-huh. And I mean, I mean uh-huh. this. I see. Okay. I see. Uh-huh. 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 All right. Uh-huh. I see. Uh-huh. CM Punk is not as bad a guy as you think. I don't know him. I never met him once. And Hulk Hogan, albeit a nozzle, is not the ultimate symbol of racism either. They're both just kind of, yeah. Oh, no, no. He's not the ultimate symbol of racism. But he even ad- in wrestling, he admitted he's not- that he's a racist, though. No, he but- didn't even leave any ambiguity. We got to hold him to it. He said, I'm a racist. He has to take on what comes with that. He's the- even in wrestling. He's not even I'm sure he's not even top 10. Now, I know we have proof of it, so it's worse. Yeah, I mean, but I have an update for you about the world. Everyone is a disgusting racist animal. So 
Um, but how bad do you have to be that you just like owned it? He just I, whatever. CM Punk walked. He just walked away. It's, that's this, that's the ultimate sin in wrestling. Hey, you don't have to tell me. He committed the ultimate sin. No, no. Not only that, he also sort of buries the whole thing. All right. Anyway. You don't want to waste time talking about him. Or no, I don't. Here's a couple of things that we did not hit on, if you have a moment. Okay. Um, we didn't really talk about Hogan and what they're going to do. They've advertised what do you mean? him. What They've you advertised do, brother? him he's for the show. Beefcake. He, he, he's inducting Beefcake, but is he going to be on the show? I think he will. I think they're going to trot him out. I think he's going to be in the range. At he, Mania? Yeah. Yep. And I, I think, think so. I think he's going to hawk the network. I think, I think like we're going to get... I think that's I think that's the biggest. Uh, what do we for five years we've been saying the biggest waste of Hulk Hogan, particularly now that there are people that are offended by him. The biggest waste to use him is just to hawk the network. If you're going to offend some people, can he at least be forwarding a storyline? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Can he get beat up for something? Like to have him do something of impact to just trot him out there to like let's see how it goes. Yeah. No, I know. Um, by the way, New York isn't the place to do it. He will oh, get he's a lot get, of booze. Oh, he's my going God, to yeah. get. Eaten alive. He he will not get what they're expecting. It's a huge mistake if they do it. I think so. Um, I think that um, I think that they will trot him out, though. I do. I don't know for sure, but I think that they might. I know he's inducting Beefcake as his best friend. Um, that's fine. Um, a couple other things. Um, hold on. You had more notes. <laughs> yeah. By the way, yeah, I missed the Hogan Beefcake thing. When was that announced? I think today. Yeah. Wow. Or yesterday or today. Um, Hopefully he calls it MetLife Stadium. I, I was gonna, EC3 is a full-blown jobber now at this point. Well, I, could, I could have told you that before okay. the before he came up. <laughs> okay. okay. Just wanted to mention. I can't believe that happened. Uh, EC, EC3, everyone got so excited. I felt like such an idiot because I didn't watch TNA anymore. And then when he came over, I was like, oh, yeah, he seems like a TNA guy who came over. Right. And I say that, by the way, I say that considering some of the best guys in the company are from TNA. But he seemed like a guy who was meant for TNA. Um, let me say one thing more thing about Hogan. This is an astounding thing that I just thought about um, when I was um, uh, preparing for today. Of course you were, even, um, though, even though you didn't he, include listening to last week's episode. Right. Unbelievable. He, he, I just thought about this. You're, um, you're TOS. It's you, Greg, Hogan, <laughs> Punk, Rhonda, John Oliver, and CM Punk. Is that it? John Oliver's on the top right now. Okay. <laughs> John um, kidding. Um, all of Hogan's opponents from Mania 1 through 6 are dead. How crazy is that, dude? Yeah, dip. That is, I have, I have new, I have bad, I have, I have bad no, news. No, no, I bet. Cowboy Bob Except Orton for, is still kicking. Well, yeah, Orton, but I was, I was saying Piper. So it's Piper for one, Bundy, Andre, Andre, Andre again, Andre again, Savage, Ultimate Warrior. So half of one opponent is alive. Yeah, Orton. Bob Orton, Cowboy Bob And even Orton. if you take it to the first nine WrestleManias, Yokozuna's dead too. Yeah. So most of his... Most of his many opponents have Slaughter. Yeah, um, Slaughter and, and Sid, Sid. Sid is alive. Sid's mage, and by money the way. shoot interviews are mage. If anyone, if anyone, if you've never seen um, Sid's shoot interviews, they are mage. Why have Sid you seen his shoot interviews? I love Sid. I'm a huge yeah, Sid wait, wait, Why would you watch what shoot? In the yeah, world? I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah, you're definitely a fraud. Second time you're in a fraud today. Yeah, oh my God. You watched the oh, because shoot he walked away as well? No. Because it's a shoot interview. You're kayfabe oh, only. Oh, 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 oh. You've heard, you mean. Oh. oh I've heard that they're married. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Well, 
Everyone stay tuned because I'm going to run. I will give you the interviews from the podcast with, uh, from, from Hot 97 with Elias and Kofi Kingston. And I will, uh, will throw on the Triple H as well. And then stay tuned this weekend to the Cheap Heat podcast and ESPN's YouTube channel for more content. Yes, Dipperstein. Couple more things. Oh my God. That was the outro. Yeah, it was done. Nope, too late. Keep going. I think. (laughs) If they, if they, <laughs> they want more, don't worry. They I love know. Them. They I love know. Them. Thank you, Peckerheads. If they don't um, bring up Velveteen Dream this weekend, I think it's too late at this point. It's going to be less mage than it ever could be. And this by, well, this by, is the weekend. By the way, if you want to do it, if you if, if you want to use Hogan, <laughs> no. that's the way you do it. <laughs> it's never going to happen, but that would be mage. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. If Velveteen came out and called him out. Uh, and said, I'm Hollywood, get the hell out of my ring. Oh my God, that I would, would be love mage. It. Yeah. Can you imagine how over that would be? It'd be? It would be that. Now, Greg, from that, would that put you in a good starting place at least of beginning to say, okay, maybe this Definitely a good out. starting place. Because Hulk Hogan, with his creative control, he doesn't usually put himself in positions like no. that. No. So if Hogan comes out, tries to work the crowd, he should probably do an intentionally, yo, that's what he does. Hogan comes out, okay, starts hawking the network. Tries to pop the crowd, starts intentionally, but you can't tell, flubbing a bit, stumbling. It's just right. not good. People are starting to be like, oh, the noise is starting. Velveteen's music hits. He comes out and is like, dude, you're old. You're terrible. You're racist. You can't even cut a promo. What are you It's doing? time for the real Hollywood to take over. Oh. Get the hell out of my ring. And Velveteen comes out. Hits him with something, tosses him over the top rope, and then celebrates. The, are you kidding me? It would be the biggest thing he ever. He would be, on Monday, the most mage dude in the company. Yeah, but then yeah. that's never going to happen. Nope, it's not. I know. What a thought it was. Um, I, I got chills just telling it. Terry, it Terry's not going to allow that. But it was, no, it was nice try, point. Terry. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I just want to say one more thing. Okay. Um, wrestling for Sale, Ted's collection. Oh, it's 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 but it's going to be I, the line is going and, and now I I have to miss it. We're both going to miss it. Oh yeah, the, the SPN. We're going to be doing interviews. But I have to go. I have to go. Yeah, you might have to get me something. It's going to um, be the the level of his mageness at this point. I know. He is it's not even if you want something, he'll get it. it it's not even like, "Oh, I wonder what does he have now?" It's how quickly can he get what I'm looking for. He's he is so it's, made. It's at Blind Barber Saturday, twelve to four. If you're in town, get there early. It is. Fortunately, I'm sort of out of the the game because my collection is basically where I want it to be. But it is. It's beyond what he has. It's, and it's you can't it's even shirt, imagine. It's art too, right? They have some other. Yeah, people I mean, too. this guy. I think uh, Lapel Yeah is going to be there. That guy's a genius. Um, Extra Cooler is going to be Extra there. Extra Cooler is going to be there. Shout out to Extra Cooler for my mage painting in my house. Um, you know, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be an event. For uh, uh, it's gonna be a happening. It's gonna be a happening. And um, yeah, I think that's a wrap. I think that's what I got. That's it. Uh, stack guy, anything? I got some black power rankings. Oh my goodness! Hold on, why? I apologize. It's offensive what I just did. And uh, hold on. And in at number five, 
We spoke a little bit about this earlier. I got to throw it to the Wale Mania crew. Uh, I think this is Wale Mania number four or five. And they've built it up to be basically the unofficial welcome party for WrestleMania weekend. Everybody's going to be there. I know we're planning on being there. If you haven't seen the fly, it's going to be Bobby Lashley there with the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Leo Rush, the Usos, Mark Henry, two-time Hall of Famer, King Booker, and so many more are uh, going to be at Wally Mania. So just for them making the moment out of WrestleMania like this, they're coming in at number five. And I, I, I got to thank Kaz, who sent me the nicest text. Kaz, who's behind Wally Mania, sent me the nicest text today and told me that I am responsible for Wally Mania be- existing, um, which is such a strong compliment. Obviously also not true, but... <laughs> Um, to know that maybe the the hip hop wrestling gap has been bridged by me at all is uh, was very nice of Kaz to say, and I I respect the hell out of Kaz yeah, and Wale Kaz. and all those guys and for for what they do, they're doing a tremendous job. We'll see Emilio Sparks over there, I'm sure. Wrestle New rap Day. lives going down. At it's it's yeah, exactly. It's going to be mage. And uh, speaking of you and bridging the gap between hip hop and wrestling, I'm sorry to put myself over like no, that. No, no, but it's, it was it was a nice touch. Get ready, true. get ready to do it again because in the number four. I have to give it to the Ebro in the Morning team at Hot 87. Mm. I listen to that podcast every day. And just this week, the best interviews in wrestling uh, with talent, I have to say, has come from you and Ibrahim and Laura Styles on that team. I mean, the Elias was phenomenal. I listened to day again today for Kofi Kingston. Are you, Dipper, are you following the Lil Nas X story? Um, I heard you. No, not really. I heard you talk about it on the radio this morning. So you don't know much about it. <laughs> I don't know that much great. about it. It, 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 it. Listen, if you listen to the Elias interview, it, it's well, it's coming up next. But like, it was such a great conversation. It was just a fun conversation with Elias. Yeah, it, it really is. And they're going to get to hear it actually because you're going to tack it on to the end. Yeah, of the you'll episode, hear it, you'll hear it so, in, in just a few minutes. You'll hear it. Uh, great interviews. You guys are coming in at number four because I, I love you this so much. Um, and at number three, rapper Mega Ran, who has a, a match against Bully Ray at the Ring of Honor. Super show at, at Madison Square Garden. Uh, last time he was at an ROH show, he was there to perform. He got interrupted by Bully Ray, and yep. now it's all led to this. Um, yeah, because I'd be scared of Bully Ray. Nah, He's I mean, a scary man. He he might be, but I, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm just hoping that he bit off a little bit more than he can chew, and that Mega Ran can bring a piece of Bully Ray with him to MetLife when he comes to Mania. So uh, we rooting for you over here. Okay, Good luck. Good luck I, don't, I don't know him, but if Greg says, and I yeah. do, and I love Bully Ray, <laughs> yeah. but Greg, no, seems, Bully, Bully Ray, he got to catch it this one time. He got to catch it this one time. I like Bully Ray too, but this one time, he's on the wrong side of history. We rooting for Mega Ran over here. Okay, in the number two, Alistair Black and Ricochet, who are poised to do the unprecedented. They have two tag team title opportunities this weekend. Uh, one against the War Raiders for the NXT title. And the one against the Usos for the that would be ma- It would be major if they won both. If they win both, I mean, I'll be tight. It, it'll be incredible. But just for just for working themselves into this position, uh, they're in the number two. Well done. And in the number one, here we go. We know it's this this the only way we could do it. I mean, this is what everybody's showing up for. It's Kofi Mania, baby. Kofi Kingston walking in for his first one on one. Uh, WWE Championship opportunity in 11 years poised to make history as just the second man to hold the WWE title since The Rock just the fourth person to hold a world title in WWE ever the fourth black man to hold a world title in WWE ever and uh, I think he's going to do it so we send in all our positivity to Kofi Kingston with this number one ranking on this week's Black Power what's the power to Kofi power positive love to Kofi yeah love Kofi I just, saw, I just also say R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle 
Yeah. Yes, yes, we didn't mention Nipsey today, but... Um, it must be mentioned. Yeah, real, real, not a... Well, we're, we're going to take me out of this on, on this note. I wanted to say it. I forgot to say it earlier. That was a huge loss, man. Yeah, it's uh, beyond a bummer. Um, such a class guy, great artist, humanitarian, community leader, uh, father, family man, great guy. I was just... Visionary. When you read about some of the things yeah. that he wanted to do and that yeah. he... He felt like we should be doing as a community. And he was doing it. He'd already started doing it. It wasn't even theoretical. Anyways, guys, uh, we'll it's catch- It's WrestleMania weekend. It's WrestleMania weekend. Uh, we will catch you somewhere this weekend. Maybe Wally Mania. Maybe at Access. Maybe at Mania. Who knows? But do me a favor. Stay mage. Enjoy yourself. And also. Stay mage? No. Hmm? Enjoy yourself? No. Oh. Uh-huh. Take okay. It, take it easy, man. Take it easy, man. Uh, it's Ebro in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, WWE's own Elias has stepped in the building. What's up, man? Hello. Uh, hey, how's it going? Good morning. That was my wrestling voice. It was in the building. Yeah. No, I it, did. it didn't it was, work for you. No, it was great. Just be honest, man. It was terrible. You do that voice. You do that voice. You got to work on it. Yeah. Six times a day. All the time. He's working on it. I didn't know it was wrestling voice. I just thought it was part of Ebro. No, it's ridiculousness voice. That's what it is. Why I just feel like being ridiculous. This yeah. is the beginning of the WWE takeover of uh, WrestleMania week in New York City. That's right, man. Getting started right now. Wait, so when is WrestleMania? Sunday. Okay. Here. That's right. MetLife Stadium. What? There's like a handful of tickets left. Is that right? There was as of yesterday. Okay. At least a handful. So wait, wait, wait. When the rest... Oh, so when we're in there for Summer Jam, which is June 2nd, the way the stage and everything's set up, it works out there's probably like 55,000 available seats. At a football game, it's like, what, 80,000? At Mania, it's around 80. So it works out about the same as a football game. Yeah, they you lose a little bit of seating behind where the ramp and staging right, is, right. but that's really it because then you have the, the whole floor fills floor. up exactly. Yep. So you're one of the early foot soldiers out here doing promo on Wednesday. They just said, "Let's get Elias out there right off the bat, man." Of course. How's how's the last uh, year since I guess or so since we've seen you been for Elias? Uh, it's been pretty crazy, man. It's been a crazy year for Elias. I'm sure you've been uh, watching, seeing everything going on. I don't know. How much you keep up with it, but, uh. You've been yeah. hit by with a guitar many times. I've been hit I by I heard it. about the hit with the guitar. Yeah, I mean, I get, you know, people, people get on me because I hit a lot of people with a guitar, but turns out I get hit equally, if not more, <laughs> sometimes. So I'm starting to, you know, reconsider my, my weapon of choice. <laughs> <laughs> now, is there any piece of people that are hitting you with the guitar because they're tired of seeing you playing it? Cause you, you know, people really love you. So they're like, you know what? Shove this guitar up your ass, buddy. Yeah, no, I'm sure there's there's plenty of people that are tired of me playing and singing and, um, you know, a lot of those things are coming to defend the honor of whatever city we're in. Uh, but yeah, so I'm sure they've all got their reasons. <laughs> how, how, how much do you at this point enjoy getting out there with the guitar? Like, do you, do you still truly enjoy it every time or are there days when you're like, you know what? I wish I was just going out there to have a match and I didn't have to go out there and strum this guitar right now. Uh, no, man, I gotta tell you, being out in front of the, the live crowd with the guitar doing my thing. I love it, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do anything else. And does and the lot. I'm guessing that when you do like live non televised shows, yeah. and they and they hear that first strum of the guitar, it yeah. always gets a huge reaction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just uh, you know, it's something different than than anything you're going to see on the entire show, especially a live event. Uh, to get like a personalized performance from Elias, which I do everywhere I go. Uh, yeah, it's definitely something special to see. Okay, so we're definitely getting that this Sunday. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't heard, I'm headlining WrestleMania. Well, well, it's controversial, Laura. What do you mean? He's, going, he's, run, he's running with I'm headlining WrestleMania. But? Uh, yeah, and didn't... he's performing. Because okay. you've also heard already, Laura, you know who's headlining WrestleMania. Okay. It's the women. That's right. Well, we spoke so, about yes. this. I, I don't want to. I'm not stepping on the women. Their main event. Oh, okay. 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 Thanks for clearing that I, I'm up. Headline. That's all it is. Uh, yeah, thanks for clearing that up. But however, well, now help me understand. Sure. Are you wrestling at WrestleMania? Uh, I hope not. You know, I just want to perform, man. I'm I'm the headlining musical act. I've got this great performance in mind. Um, probably be if I had to guess. 20, 30 minutes of the show? No, uh, I don't so. think. I just think that's unlikely with the amount of matches they have. Well, it's going to be a long day. Right. So get ready for nah, that. No, but 20, 30, here. but 20, 30 minutes would be a really, that's like a full concert you're suggesting. I, you know, that's. That's what you're seeing My happening. greatest performance. Now, yes. do you have any concerns about the fact that um, the night before, Hall of Fame at the Barclays Center, of which there are still some tickets available sure. if you want to go to the Hall of Fame, they're inducting the Honky Tonk Man. What would I be concerned about? Well, Honky Tonk Man, if, I don't know if you recall, but I know you're a man who's done your history. He, uh, he, he used to have a guitar, yeah. and he would go out there and sing, too. Yeah. And occasionally would like to use that guitar and bash people over the head oh, with it. Yes, that's right. Now that you mention it, now I remember. Yeah, of course. Any, uh, any concerns about Honky Tonk I feel like you disrespect. I was a little, now I remember. Right, right, right. The, the, we had to remind you <laughs> about the Honky Tonk Man. Well, I'm just, I'm so in Elias' world that sometimes I forget these wow, things. This you guy's know really right. setting it up. Right. Right. Yeah, no. I mean, look, he's got his night at the Hall of Fame. I've got mine at WrestleMania. I don't see there's you know, any reason to show Bring me that guitar, time. man. This guy's in here slipping. We're about to go upside Elijah's head with a guitar. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, we actually I do have a guitar here. Give him a, let's hear, just hear a little strum. Let's hear. I don't know. If well, one, first, let's see if it's even in tune. Yeah, it's one of those. We have no idea. Oh, it is not. It. <laughs> that is <laughs> not. <laughs> yo, that sounds is Juanito, come on, man. nothing. You I can't, can't. I can't do anything with this. You can't just. You, you uh, could want to hit Juanito over the head with. It. Yeah, <laughs> no man. <laughs> I would really. I would, that is, tuna, but yeah, we're on there. So that was really. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want to. You don't want to be on Hot 97 in New York City and tune a guitar for the next three minutes. You don't think that'll well, get the ratings up? Tuning process right there. If you were to tune, I mean, maybe you know, two two minutes or whatever. Yeah, it's not great. With, with absolute silence, of course. Really? Oh, I, I didn't realize that. I think that'd make for good radio. What are you listening to right now, uh, musically? Um. Eric Church, Bruce Springsteen, Chris Shout Stapleton. Shout to Jersey. Those, those are my Yo, I love Chris Stapleton, yeah. man. Oh, man. Tennessee Whiskey's Absolutely. my joint, man. Great song. Great People song. People are very into to, to Chris Stapleton. Yeah, are you into uh, Lil Nas X, amazing country artist? No, I, I, please introduce <laughs> me. Oh, you know what? He's <laughs> one of the biggest country artists in the game <laughs> right now. Let's, let's, let's just, there's country. been a little bit of a musical controversy. Let's fire that up. There's been a little bit of a musical controversy. Lil Nas X, man. Um, the song by Lil Nas X came out, right? He was yes. an unknown artist. Yeah. He's Country like internet artist. famous. Yes. Um, social media and video game famous kind of. Yeah, it's, it's, it's teenage music, man. He put out a record yeah. and he categorized it as country trap. Okay. And it was number one on the country charts. Wow. Number one on the country yeah. charts. Okay. And it was then pulled from the country charts. Because country felt it did not belong. The purveyors wow. of the of the chart were like, this doesn't fit. So you guys definitely know better than I do. How does one get there without being uh, without country music fans? 
Because the when they when an artist of any genre puts their music out, they call it what they call it. Yeah. And it goes up on streaming services and you know, because the streaming services are providing a service. They you know, independent labels, distributors, anybody could put your stuff on streaming services and you put the category. So back in the day, back in the day, the big record label would be like, this is our blank artist. But now the artist kind of sets the tone. Well, and this guy didn't have a record deal. Right. So he just put it up and said it was country. Let's, let's give Elias a little taste of Lil Nas X. See what he thinks. Give some feedback. It's got a dance that goes along with it, like a line That's dance. It, yeah, as well. Now, the, here's the other. I think it should have been kicked off the chart because the song is literally 90 seconds long. It's about to be over now. But that's how kids, like a lot of young yeah. kids, make music and they share music on the video game sure. services. And it's the reason it's controversial is because a the kid's name is Lil Nas X. Right. He's not an established country artist. Yeah. He's a black kid from Atlanta, right? Uh-huh. And so. A lot of people were like, yo, y'all took him off it because he's a black kid. Oh, I see. Other people in country were like, no, that's not sonically a country record. It's a rap record. Other people were like, no, it's sonically a country and a rap record. It's both. Other people were like, no, just because he has a country twang or he's putting on or a sample of a country doesn't mean it's a country song. So I see it. I see the controversy. But the twist goes for us hip-hop cats go, well, there's a lot of ish on the hip-hop charts. That's not hip-hop. Yeah. But hip Hip-hop doesn't yank you off the chart. We just kind of go, well, hip-hop is a music genre of sampling and fusing genres together. So we accept things as hip-hop. Yeah. And, you know, so it started a whole controversy. So the country community should maybe open up their Well, and that's so a big debate. I also work for Apple Music. A big debate that we had was if country as a genre wants to grow. Yeah. Embracing fusion artists would be a way to do so because they gave Taylor Swift a hard way to go when she started making pop records and and broadening her sonic appeal. Yeah, they're very they they are very they're very narrow. They keep it very. But listen, I and and the irony (laughs) is, I actually like the song and don't think it's a country song. I think it's like a hip hop song that samples country and has a. You can't just say tractor. Best way to say you can't just say tractor. (laughs) But at the same time, and by the way, that sample I think is actually Nine Inch Nails. It's not even oh, country. Okay. It's not even a country sample. The countryest thing about the the song it's is him. Now, when he showed, he was at he was at the Atlanta Hawks game. Okay, the uh, the other day, yep. and with his cowboy hat on, and the cheerleaders are doing the little. They have there's a whole little dance that goes along with it. Yeah, the entire place, all the kids were doing the dance. It was on the jumbo. I mean, it was a thing. You should bring him out at WrestleMania. You know they will go crazy. That, uh, first off, that sounds like a great idea. Um, secondly, I mean, you tell me, you know, some people say like hip hop is a, is a vibe or something like yeah. that. And this guy, I, I, is he just, is it all a, totally an act or is he just like, I it's love his first song. Style, you know? It's his first song. Yeah. We, I mean, we looked at his Instagram. <clears throat> we page. believe it's a troll though. You yeah. Well, say, I think yeah. it's, okay. I think yeah. it's, I think it's a, a, um, what is it? Not, not quite a troll, but like a, you know, like a viral sensation. Like he just came up because it's based on a video game. The whole right. music video is based on a video game. Okay. So the song fits the video game. And so kids started sharing it. I think he was messing around, realized it was pretty good. And decided to run with it. And then was like, let's go with country, see what happens. And then this happened. Hey, he's smart, if nothing else, right? 
I mean, yeah. we're talking about them. His song's it was pretty catchy. No, it was Very number shallow. one on, like, the all-genres yeah. Hot 100 or something. Yeah. Oh, no. It was number one on Hot Country. It was number one on the hip-hop. It was number one on, like, three charts. Yeah. What are you going to do next, Elias, from a viral standpoint musically? That's time for you to come up with some sort you gotta of... You got to remix wow. this right here, man. That might be the key. I think uh, Little Nas X, that's what we're saying, yeah. right? Yeah. On Spotify alone, it has 57 million plays already. What? It's only been out already? for like two weeks. Okay, the guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> the guy knows what he's doing. I think I'm going to... Uh, get him on the line. Maybe I'll hit him up after we get You're off this. You're friends with basically every famous <laughs> artist in every city. Mostly. Mostly. Yeah, That's what I you say, at least, whenever you're on, you're on stage. Well, and then the artists yes, I hear say different. I've not heard that. <laughs> I've not heard that. No. So if I say it on TV, it's, it's true. It's fact. Yeah, of course. It's fact. Look, WrestleMania goes down this week. WrestleMania is taking over New York City. Uh, Elias, man, it's always good to see you, bro. Yep. The door is always open, and next time we'll have a tuned guitar for you. Please. Wando now says the guitar is tuned, but it's too late. <laughs> I, I, I would be, I honestly be offended even handing you a guitar again <laughs> after what happened a few moments. Uh, you don't hand, you wouldn't hand, you know, a, an all-time great art. You hand Garth Brooks a guitar that doesn't play. Do Bruce that. Springsteen a guitar that doesn't that. play. You, you don't hand Elias. You hand Lil Nas X a guitar that doesn't play. You probably yeah. wouldn't hand Lil Nas X a guitar because he wouldn't know what to do with it when he got it. Yo, Elias, thank you, man. Have Yo, fun man, on Sunday. Give it one time. Uh, Headlining WrestleMania. Because Sunday at MetLife Stadium, a superstar with an opportunity to have the moment of a lifetime. I mean, is listen. My guy, Kofi <laughs> Kingston. In the building. WWE superstar Kofi Sarkadi Mensa. Yeah. Shoot names. You call that shoot names. Real names. You know yeah. <laughs> now, what's up, Kofi? Tell I was telling Ebro the story of how your character when you first showed up at WWE yeah. 11 years ago. Yes. Tell us how you got the name Kofi Kingston and well, what the character was and then why it changed. Right. So even uh, before I got signed with WWE, uh, it was a big thing to like have a, a quote unquote gimmick, you know? Yeah, of course. So the school I was training at, uh, we had a promo day. Everyone gets in the ring and you know you cut a promo. And I was on the way to work and I was listening to a lot of the, uh, the Damian Marley, uh, track at the time. Um, you know, Welcome to Jam Rock, the whole album. One of my favorite albums, by the way, top to bottom. But I was listening to that and then they told us we we're going to have a promo day. So I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Let me try this Jamaican character out. So. <laughs> Said, oh, well, what's going on, y'all? I'm Kofi Kingston, oh, Ric Flair, yo. You threw my Jamaican beef patty in the trash. It was supposed to be a present. <laughs> you know, me and you are going to have words. So everyone was like, oh, oh you got to do that character. It's got to be Kofi. So, you know, Kofi Kingston became a thing. And um, I ended up having a, a, a tryout at the school I was training at. And a whole bunch of different talent scouts were there. And I was uh, the Jamaican sensation, Kofi Kingston. And it was something that they had never seen before. So that was it, you know. Um, Exploded, right? At the time, I had never even been to Jamaica. You know what I'm yo, saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still haven't. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Have you been yet? So, I've been since. Uh, and, and I was actually kind of scared to go because, again, like, I'm playing this character. And back in the day, like, when MySpace was a thing, I would get, like, all these threats. Like, oh, you know, you, you're, you're, you're from Jamaica. You're not Jamaica. You know, uh, don't Jamaican, ever come to Jamaica. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, you're Jamaican. <laughs> you know, all of that, you know. And then even, like, people from Ghana were like, oh, you're ashamed of your heritage. You can have Jamaica. So I'm like, I can't win. You know, I'm just trying to play a character on tv you know what i'm saying but um yeah it, it was one of those things where so eventually um uh, i'm playing the character on tv 
And uh, Vince had told me that all the interviews that I do had to be in Jamaican. So at the time, we had the WWE magazine, and uh, they would call me, and I'd pick up the phone. Hello? Oh, this is WWE magazine. Can uh, can I speak to Kofi? I want to do an interview. Oh, hold on. <laughs> What's going on, Kofi King? Wow, wow, so, so you know, right, they right, know. But they're, they're with the company, and they know. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm not Jamaican, so I have to play this character on, on uh, you know, on, on, on interviews and everything. And I had an interview with uh, BBC. And I remember him just grilling me because Kofi is a is a very Ghanaian name. Um, yeah, man. It's like Mike, you know, or John. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Kofi. It's the name given to a boy born on Friday. So you see Kofi's everywhere. And he's just grilling me and grilling me and grilling me. And I remember getting off the phone and me like, oh, my God, it's over, you know. And he ended up uh, somehow calling uh, my dad and my mom. And then they gave him interviews. But then he ah, spun it's the It's like, uh, all right, BBC he, guy, relax. Calm you know, down. Like, Investigative journalism. You know, it's world uh, wrestling entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Oh so, down, he, he wrote this uh, article like he blew the lid off the top story. He's not Jamaican. He's from Ghana. He's ashamed of his heritage. And he kind of had like a negative spin to it. So I talked to Vince about it. And he was like, oh, you know, not that many people read that article. Don't worry about it. But then sure enough, um, probably like a month later, uh, we had a, a promo in the ring. And I think it was for... Um, what was it? Uh, bragging rights, which is kind of like an all-star, um, you know, an all-star pay-per-view where the top superstars from one brand, rest of the top superstars on the other brand, we're all having like this big argument in the ring. And it was my job to get everyone on on the same page. So I get the mic and I'm just like, guys, we got to get on the same page. And I'm talking like this. This is the first time that anybody has ever heard me just speak, you know, <laughs> without a Jamaican accent. Out of the blue. And it's like, you got to get on the same page. Otherwise, they're going to win. You know, is there any questions? And then Triple H is like, yeah, I got a question. Aren't you supposed to be Jamaican? <laughs> oh, and then that was it. You know, I wasn't Jamaican anymore on TV. So, um, were you relieved? Listen. Do you enjoy? You enjoy getting to be who you are? Definitely, one hundred percent. Because I know my Jamaican accent is probably not <laughs> accurate at all. At all. Wait, you know, did you so get flamed bad. afterwards though? Because you were like, "All right, fine, I'm not Jamaican." Yeah, like a lot of people were like, "Oh, did you did you slip on purpose? Did you forget how to talk?" I'm like, "No." I, I know what character I'm playing on TV. I wouldn't forget how to like how to how to speak. Listen, you know what I'm saying? Jamaicans but, need to relax, uh, man. You know where you know where Jamaicans come it's from? It's all love. Africa. Yeah. Yeah. So check this out. We we we'll be all right. Yeah, and a lot of Jamaican heritage is Ghanaian. Exactly. Yeah. And then so even when I went to Jamaica uh, afterwards, everybody was just so cool and it was all love, and it's they were love. just so you know it was all this like. The, I, MySpace scared me. You know what I'm saying? Like the piece of <laughs> Shawnee, don't worry. Internet will they, get they you. Me, See, there's hope, Shawnee. So I'm gonna be all right. And you're not even Jamaican. You don't even claim to no, be I'm Jamaican. No, I'm from Canada. He's from Trinidad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, big up all my Jamaican people. See, he all just right. does that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so this weekend it goes down. You and Daniel Bryan. We yeah. love Daniel Bryan up here. It's been yeah. an amazing comeback for Daniel Bryan, oh, yeah. right? Uh, but you got to take him out. Yeah, man. And and you're known. I'm reading the notes here because I'm not a, a big wrestling watcher, and I'm not Rosenberg because Rosenberg knows all the deets. Encyclopedia. Yeah, man, but. Um, I'm seeing you are training Capoeira and one of your skills is not getting pinned. I try, well, I try not to get pinned, you know what I'm saying? I mean, saying? everybody tries, yeah, yeah, but they say yeah. you have a, a very, uh, very unique way to keep out of that. Yeah, yeah, and I always like uh, Capoeira just because, so when I go in the ring, I try to do things that are cool to me, you know, and uh, my trainer, uh, Maurice Crump, amazing um he, he he does a lot of just like action film type stuff and trains a lot of people he actually trained uh chadwick boseman 
for uh, for Black Panther. Oh wow! You know, so he does a lot of big things, and he and I are really good friends. And um, I wish I did a lot more uh, capoeira than I do. But uh, every now and then I'll go to Atlanta, and we'll just have you know a session, and and he'll just be teaching me how to move and everything. So I just feel like anything that like looks cool to me, I'm always trying to like emulate and and bring that that style into the ring. So it's definitely oh, man, uh, shout to Africa, man. Now, you know, I, we know. <laughs> I think I think probably the safest bet on the card. Um, the two safest bets for matches you know are just guaranteed to be great wrestling matches are AJ Styles and Randy mm-hmm. and you and Daniel Bryan. But obviously the AJ Randy story, that's fun, that's cool, but they don't have a story like you and Daniel Bryan. Sure. This is about the WWE Championship. Yeah. Do you, is it hard in these next few days to not get in your head and picture the moment of what it would mean for you to hoist that championship? And do you think about the amount of little black kids in that crowd at MetLife Stadium and what it'll mean particularly to them to see you hoist that championship. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Being a a, a beacon of hope, you know what I'm saying, is definitely uh, an honor for me to be, you know, uh, to, to be the guy who, you know, can be looked at where kids who look like me can look up and say, hey, anything is possible. And I'm seeing it right now. You know what I'm saying? It is such an awesome honor to be able to uh be the person to potentially be WWE champion you know what i'm saying um and, and on on so many levels like the story that we're telling in the ring i think kind of transcends um race you it know does. what i'm saying it it's, does. it's 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 more like the the underdog story and people who have been told no and people who climb mountains only to have more mountains put in in front of them they have to climb more mountains and um I, i'm doing that on screen but i've also been doing that behind the scenes for the past 11 years trying to get to this point you know uh just grinding even for people who are uh on the roster you know what i'm saying um who 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 have been here for a long time it's very easy to get jaded it's very easy to not want to do it anymore because you feel like you've put everything you put your heart and soul into this and you're not reaping the benefits that you deserve i'm the guy who's like hey man if you if you stick it out and you work hard, the only thing you can control is your work ethic and your performance. And if you do that to the best of your ability, it is definitely possible to to reap the benefits and potentially become the guy that you want to become, you know? So for me, it's awesome to be that symbol. You know, I take a lot of pride in, in being that for everybody. It says here Vince McMahon keeps hating on him. Yeah, that's what's to, been say the le- to say the least. That's what's been you happening. You know, to say the least. What's it, the deal? What was Vince's problem? Doesn't he know this is the year of return? You know what I'm saying? He doesn't know about the year of return. He doesn't know this has yeah. been 400 years since you the first know? slave shit yeah. left Africa. We got to do this right now, Vince. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Have the WWE <laughs> aligned know? with the year of return. You this know how big go. that is, is for black time. people? It, isn't it crazy how that, like, just how uh, how fate lines itself up like you that? Like, the fact that all this is happening right now, being that this is the year of return, it's crazy. You know, I feel like everything happens happens for a reason and um i wouldn't be in the position that i'm in now if i were to get you know if i were to have received these uh these privileges early in my career it's the it's it has it has been the past like couple months that this whole thing really took off but it's been more than that it's been the past 11 years of grinding and just doing the best that i possibly can to try and get here and now it's finally happening and honestly i don't know if it would have happened if it wasn't for uh ali getting hurt i almost said mustafa ali but he's dropped his first name of now. course he has he's just ali. what is the first name if, anyway you know, um, what but is he, he gets hurt. I get put into the elimination chamber to replace him, and then oh, it's, this is written. Know, this is so, meant to be. Yeah, and, and then, no, is, no, and so he has that match. Crazy. He replaces him in this gauntlet match. He's amazing in the. It's not, that, not just that he wins the gauntlet match, but that he's amazing in it. Then they follow that up with an, an, another amazing match of Hell in a Cell. And the coolest thing I think about Kofi is that right now 
you know, you've had, you've done enough interviews with WWE superstars to know that the guys who are supposed to be popular are often half booed. We talked, right, we, right. we talked to Roman the about guys, guys. Right. Yeah, people right. that, the, the beloved guy. If we, if we right now open the phone lines, right? 1-800-223-9797 and said, you know, parents with your kids in the car, let your kids call up and say hi to Kofi Kingston. Every kid in the city is going to call. But when you get to MetLife Stadium on Sunday, Every adult is also rooting for him. He, I don't remember the last time. Daniel Bryan is the only last time I can remember right. where all the kids and adults all rooted for him. Everybody right. loves Daniel Bryan, right. too. Right. And I mean, right. it sucks, Daniel. I'm rooting against you. No, no, no. Well, listen, don't worry. Everyone hates him now. It's, it's wait, what? Wait, Everyone what? hates him now. It's changed. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. The, the, the new Daniel Bryan is not the Daniel Bryan no. that you used to know. He's a, he's a jerk. He's a you real know, jerk. Wait. He's a real, he's a real jerk. jerk, and he but, and he, he believes Kofi is only a B plus player, right? And and the, and the poetic thing about this whole situation is that Daniel Bryan was the one in my shoes, you know, two years ago at WrestleMania, and the crowd being behind him, him having to beat Batista and Triple H and Randy Orton in the same night to become WWE champion, like that. This is the same like movement, you know. He calls it the Yes Movement. I, we call it the Power of Positivity. It's the same thing. It's the momentum that's on my side right now, and now he's calling me all the names that everyone was calling him. You know, Yo, you, wow, you look upset man. about, I'm, I'm, about I'm, Daniel Bryan. Daniel was my guy, man. It's okay, yeah. Kobe's gonna bust his ass. Yo, <laughs> Yo WrestleMania is official. Our guy during yeah. the year of return is bringing Africa to the forefront. Come on, baby. Kofi Kingston, and not yeah. only that, wow. you, can, you can also see him Tuesday night at SmackDown. There are a few tickets left, I think, right to SmackDown on Tuesday. Indeed. So it may be. The celebration of Kofi's championship oh, on Tuesday. Man. I mean, that's, I don't, I don't want to get ahead of myself. Like I, I, you know, and that, that was like the, uh, the, the second part to your question is like, do I think ahead? Like I'm, I'm really big on not counting chickens before they hatch. That was my, my slogan in college was don't count them in reference to chickens when they hatch, you know? So, um, I've been around for long enough to see things go from zero to a hundred and I've seen them go from a hundred to zero, you know? So anything can happen tomorrow. I'm just trying to do this one day at a time and just do the best that I can. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get there, you know. So, either, but either way, like, you will be at SmackDown. On I'll Tuesday. be at SmackDown. You know, I'm, I might be really happy or really sad. sad. Right, so, right, but right, I'll, I'll be there either way. Paisley, representing from Queens. Paisley, go from zero to one. Hello, Paisley. Turn your radio down. You're on with Kofi Kingston. Hi, Paisley. Hi. Hi. Yeah. What's your, what's your kid's name, Paisley? I think Paisley is a kid. Paisley. It's two kids, Casely and Kavon. Casely and Kavon. Where are you guys from? Queens. Queens. You in unison. Queens. I like it. Do you want to say anything? Do you want to ask do you, do you want to ask Kofi Kingston anything? Yes. Go ahead. Uh, good luck Sunday against Daniel Bryan. Hey, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you guys, man. The, Amazing. The, the love is real. The love is real. I appreciate it. Oh, it's going to feel guys. very real. <laughs> Julio and BA, Julio in the Bronx. Good morning, good morning. I'm the biggest kid there is, and I'm trying to say hello to Kofi King. Go ahead, you're talking up, to him, man. Boy? What's going on? I was at WrestleMania last year. My fiance made a dream for me happen, and I'm looking forward to watching you this year take that WWE title and, you know, do big things with it. I've been a big fan forever. I'm going to have my pancakes Sunday morning. Hey, there you go. So, That's what, I like it, man. I believe That's in what the I'm talking about. I'm going to have my kid. I got nine kids. They're all going to be lined up on the couch watching that match. Nine kids? At night. Nice, man. You definitely have the power of positivity. You've been, you've been, you've been busy. I just, I just got a TV. I just got a TV. 
Nice, man. My man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, bro. Good luck. Congratulations. And Rosenberg, since you joined WWE team, man, I became a bigger fan of yours as well, man. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate that. Oh, that's dope. Very dope, man. Thank you, Julio. Julio, that's love. Kofi Kingston, ladies and gentlemen, very proud of you, man. Keep representing, man. And uh, I love the story. I love yeah. it all. Thank I love you, it all. Man. I know. I know Thank the one you. thing Thank when you. I come in on Monday that Ebro will be asking is, yeah. did Kofi? You know what happened, man? It's the year of return. W- they get it right and get it wrong. You know what I mean? Once out of history, we are. They got to get it right, man. All right? Yo, man, good luck, man. Appreciate Keep you, going, man. man. And please come back by, man. Bless yeah. us with your yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not, not going to count my chickens, but one day, just come by again. Yeah, I'll... I'm, I'm here anytime. Or, I, or let's, anytime. I let's plan it. this Ghana trip, man. I'm going December 26th. I'm on okay. my way. I, I hope I might see you there. You might have to work. I might see but you there. You know, don't I, they have I'm like a Christmas a holiday show that WWE always does? They, they, he'll probably be right here on December 26th. <laughs> yeah. There's always a chance. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Very often. Yep. We're, we're always just, we have Christmas and then, uh, right back on the road for the next week. So. But we'll see, you know. Again, I don't. That's that's December is way so, yo, down the line. December is I, a different to, I'm universe. I'm trying to get to April seventh. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know me. I'm <laughs> Africa. Yo, shout to Africa, man. We're coming home. Yo, Kofi Kingston, one time, man. Hey, the soon to be WWE you. heavyweight champion of the world. Maybe. No, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> The Michael K. Show on 98.7 ESPN. Peter Rosenberg, Don LaGreca, and right now, let me get his actual title right, okay? Because legend isn't enough. EVP of talent, live events, and creative, 14-time champion. This weekend, not only does he have a match against Batista, but he will enter the Hall of Fame for the first time. I believe it'll end up being three times when it's all said and done. Ladies and gentlemen, WrestleMania Sunday at MetLife Stadium. Triple H on the Michael K show. How are you, Hunter? How are you, man? How you doing, guys? We are pretty good, man. Geared up. Uh, WWE has taken over New York City. And I gotta ask you, you know, one thing about you that never changes, no matter what role I see you in. If I ever stop and chat with you about wrestling, just the actual art of wrestling, you are always excited to talk about it. With all the business you deal with this weekend, are you still able to have fun and be a pro wrestler who is gearing up for a big match on Sunday? Yeah, 100%. You know, look, uh, there's a lot going on here this weekend, and it's already been, uh, it's already, you know, it's it's only Thursday, and I've been to D.C., to L.A. with Rick Rubin. I stayed in L.A. to talk to Sports Business Journal, flew back here, and started production on WrestleMania, and have had business meetings, and uh, people bothered me to do media live. And it's only going to ramp up even more, you know, with uh, tomorrow being NXT TakeOver, um, and, and that brand just, just kind of taking over the Barclay Center, sold out, and, and it'll be live around the world on the network, and that'll be massive. To Saturday with the Hall of Fame and, you know, going in there with DX, which is just such a, a memorable time for all of us of our careers and, and everything else, um, not to mention all the other business, but the reality of it is nothing will top standing in front of 75,000 people at MetLife Stadium. Um there's just there's nothing like standing in front of that crowd and and getting that reaction. And at this point in my career, um, you know, one every time you get to do it, it's it's um, 
it's a, a bonus at this point. But, you know, given the steps on the match, could be the last time. So you want to make sure that you, you live that moment and that you enjoy it and that you can take it all in, you know. Well, I, I was going to follow up and ask you if the pressure you feel on Friday, because NXT is your baby, um, compares to Sunday, but you you really kind of gave me the answer there, that Sunday, that feeling is so much. Is that why the WWE is always able to bring back a rock, in this case, Batista, because no matter what they achieve in Hollywood, it is not the same as that feeling of walking down the ramp. Yeah, it's a funny thing. Um, you know, Rock and I have talked about it a lot. And to be honest, we were at a at, a, at an Emmy's four-year consideration event not that long ago. And there was a poster of Rock and I, and I... I took a picture of it and sent it to him because he had goosebumps all over him. Uh, it was from In the Ring Lives. I don't remember from what, like a WrestleMania or something, and he had goosebumps all over him. We talk about that. There's nothing in the world that gives you that. Nothing. And I don't care how big of a movie star, and, and I'm not trying to take away from him because, I mean, geez, what he's you know done uh, with his life and, and his movie career and everything else, and then his, his second to none, and it's just mind-boggling, but there's no the connection that you have with people, the ability to tap into their emotions. There is nothing like it, and that feedback in that moment of seventy five thousand people just going crazy, positively negative, whatever that is, but just having that emotional connection. Um, there's nothing like it. I, I really, you know, I don't, I don't know what else could even possibly compare. And being a fan, obviously, of this sport, being a, participating in it as well, and being a part of the business, just the full circle. We've come here, right? WrestleMania 35, MetLife Stadium. This thing started at Madison Square Garden in front of 19,000 people. Just the, the whirlwind of where we've gone from year one to year 35 is just unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, when you go back to WrestleMania 1, just in Vince's concept, people forget, you know, sometimes the things that Vince did took this small regional territory and expanded it nationally and then you know thought about what what's our super bowl and what puts us on the map and he wanted to combine pop culture and and everything we were and he created wrestlemania one and like you said madison square garden sold out closed circuit television there wasn't even a pay-per-view vince pioneered the pay-per-view industry um, it kind of started because of what he was doing and and he even did uh, like an evil knievel uh event didn't he yeah, he did Evil Knievel uh, jumping over Snake River Canyon, which was epic yeah. from just from the colossal failure standpoint that it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I remember that from being a kid. Um, you know, the so, you know, pioneering pay-per-view and then and then you move forward into WrestleMania 2 and people forget like he was. WrestleMania one was put out on smoke and mirrors and and had mortgaged every single thing in his life and then some on on its success and then rolled the dice again the following year on that success and again the following year and at the Silverdome and you know um, with Andre and Hulk and and um, you know over time the pay per view industry formed and then you know you you continue from there and then you look at today and you think. At MetLife Stadium, stadiums every year, 75,000 people. You think about all the events around this now. It's not one event. It's a week-long series of events between Access and, you know, uh, NXT TakeOvers and Hall of Fame and and Raw and SmackDown, everything else that takes place this week. Um, The amount of of people that will come from around the world, from every state, but from from countries all around the world and, and 
people that have nothing in common culturally or you know anything else other than their love for the WWE and and they come together in this gathering once a year um around WrestleMania and and it's it's like being at home it's the only big sporting event or anything like that that I can think of where you know there's no animosity no one's there fighting with each other they're there because they enjoy it they enjoy it with the people that they're around and it's like being at a at a a, a family reunion in some way you see all these people you haven't seen since last year and they're mm-hmm. all with each other and connecting um and and now in today's world it's not even a pay-per-view thing necessarily anymore it's on our own streaming device on the wwe network can be seen on any on a phone on a on ipad on a computer it can be seen anywhere at any time all around the world i mean it, it truly is an amazing uh amazing accomplishment and and you know hard to think of anything else that compares really um and, and WrestleMania has become one of the, the largest, most recognized, most valuable sports franchises in the world. Yeah, we saw that the other day, that the list of things in front of it are like the Summer Olympics, the Super Bowl, and the World Cup. I mean, that that's it. Yeah. 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 In terms of what yeah, this so does for a local pretty, economy. Yeah, some pretty uh, pretty awesome company to be in uh, when you're talking about global events. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, what it does for the economy, the, the, you know, I don't know that it's fans realize you're not, but there's a bidding process now, just like they would be for the Olympics. Right. Cities are coming in and, and, and bidding on, on getting WrestleMania because they want the economic impact for their, their city and their town and that global recognition. I, I, uh, I want to ask you at least, at least one nerdy wrestling question, even though we are here live in New York city on 98.7 ESPN, I, st- I still got to ask you one hardcore wrestling question. Sure. You, you are the, you're so much of the heart and soul of NXT. And NXT is so much the heart and soul of the hardcore WWE fan. Are there moments that are challenging for you when t- talent goes from NXT to the quote unquote main roster of Raw or SmackDown? And sometimes, Hunter, from the outside, it appears as if the characters are treated as if they're not that known. And it, and, it, and if you're a fan of NXT, you're going, oh my God, Ricochet is a is a superstar. Johnny Gargano is a superstar. Ciampa is a superstar. Do you yourself, because you're so close to the product, ever feel that way and sort of have to fight for your guys to to let people know at Raw and SmackDown just how big and great some of these talents are? Of course, and, and look, you know that you want everyone to succeed. I want everyone to succeed on every level. And, but I'm just like any other sport, you know, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not a, a big football fan, but I, even I'm aware that sometimes the, the highest draft picks from college football usually aren't the guys that succeed to the highest level in the NFL. Um, it, it doesn't always correlate. It's a different market, a different game, a different audience. Um, and when you say like, well, they're they're you know they're well known, they're household names to to a to a degree and to um, a fan base, but but not to everybody. And when you talk mm-hmm. about a global audience worldwide, you know people talk about the <clears throat> the reach of WWE. It's being seen all around the world, Raw and SmackDown, and and sometimes while to a a, a large group of fans, these guys are household names. There's another large group that have maybe heard of them. And then there's a large group that haven't heard of them. Um, and so you have to, you almost sort of start over. The brands are slightly different all from each other. And, and that success or failure point um, 
just like it does in NXT, a lot of time comes down to, you know, uh, all the parameters of the situation, but, but what, what talent are able to do with it. And, and, um, you know, not, not all of them are going to be able to succeed. And the other thing is it, it, it baffles me that fans to this degree, um, still, will be like, well, if you're not a main event or you're not challenging for the WWE title, you're not in this role that that somehow you failed, somehow you didn't live up to expectations or something like. Being on Raw, being on SmackDown means there are millions of people that would that would go to any lengths to take your spot and just being there. But you can't be satisfied with just being there. You have to want to be more, and you have to constantly work at it, no matter what the opportunity is, no matter the two seconds you get on television, make it memorable, do something more. Um, you know, it's, but it's a constant struggle. And um, but but making it there is a massive accomplishment just in and of itself. Um, and it does mean that you've made it to a degree. They should all want more, but um, it's it's a constant challenge. So. You ask me if it if it frustrates me. It frustrates me for every single person mm-hmm. that that steps through the ropes of our ring. I want them all to be able to succeed in some way. But you know, the reality of it is, uh, some will, some won't, and and um, and that's how it works. Fans heard the Motorhead song when you came on. You were a huge fan of Motorhead. You were friends with Lemmy. I'm a big metalhead myself, and and Lemmy was always someone that I was always curious about. What was it like to be close friends with him? Uh, he was awesome. You know, it was a funny thing for me that even when, you know, I was a fan and then they did my music and I had been around them a few times, but it wasn't until a little bit later, um, Lem and I recorded a track together for one of their albums. There's a spoken piece called Serial Killer. And in that period of time, even though it's very short, I was in the studio with them for a couple of days. And that is where Lem and I really connected. And the truth is, we didn't talk about music. We didn't talk about, we talked about life. And um, he was a very unique guy, but for whatever reason, we bonded and had a very close uh, relationship. And we wouldn't talk all the time, uh, but when we did, it was usually very meaningful. And, um, you know, he would come if if he was in London and we happened to be there, he'd make the trip and travel and just come. He, you know, he, he wouldn't watch the show. He'd come hang out <laughs> Wait for me to be done and hang out with me. He'd pull up in a limo and we'd hang out in the back of limo for a couple hours. Did he get it? Uh, like, did he get wrestling or was he really just like, this is my buddy and this is what he does and I did his theme song? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, uh, he understood the value of it clearly. One for Motorhead, uh, two for me, and he understood the the attraction to it and all that. Was he a fan? No. He would come, always come and watch my stuff. And usually immediately after I would, uh, you know, there's a bad guy, right? So immediately after I would get done, I would walk over to him, and uh, before I'd walk to the back, and he would say, always say the same thing: "You never win. You never win. <laughs> you're, you're, you're perfect for Motorhead. Why we're perfect for each other? Because you never oh. win either." And then he would say, "I'll be in the car when you get done. Come on up." Well, I, wait, you know. I thought the best line about Motorhead for people that don't know Motorhead or understand the music or just understand the philosophy is that they say they used to say, "We're the band that if we move in next door, your lawn dies." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, the, the, the one the great thing about Lem to me was what you saw with him 
wasn't uh, wasn't a show. He didn't dress the way he dressed because oh, I'm a, I'm a rock and roll. You know what I mean? Like that. He, that was just him. That's what right. he liked to wear. What he what he liked to do. He did the things he liked to do. He was upset about not being able to do the things he wanted to do and couldn't do. Um, he just had a very simple way of looking at life. Um, he made the music he wanted to make. He did it in the way he wanted to do it. And if people liked it, that's a bonus. Um, he wanted to be on the road. He wanted to tour. He, none of none of the rest of it mattered. It was all just kind of kind of the the things that came along with it, you know. And and um, I I don't know. It was just something for 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 he and I that um, clicked. Even even um, in his passing, you know, at, at the end when I would see him, you know, and he was very sick or whatever uh, before he he kind of made a comeback and then made it went on tour and stuff, but. As sick as he was, he would always call. He would always stop by, um, or I would call him, or you know, it was just right, right to the very end. And and uh, it, we just had a really great relationship, and and uh, I'm grateful for him. He, he, it's a funny thing that he changed my perspective sometimes on a lot of big things in life. Where I would think, you know, you get wrapped up in things, and then he would say something to me that was so simplistic, and I would go, "Yeah, why, why am I so wound up about that? Who cares?" You know what I mean? Like, it would just mm. make me think about it differently. He just had a very simple way of looking at life. We are talking to Triple H, uh, EVP of Talent, Live Events and Creative. And, of course, he's got a match with Batista this weekend. He's a 14-time champion. And he could literally fire me from WWE like this during this phone call. Oh, I would hey, hope he wouldn't do that. No, I would hope it's not live on the air. It would be awful. <laughs> Thank you. Um, at least. But, uh, now, Hall of Fame, one of the things people are super excited about, of course, is not just DX, but China getting into the WWE Hall of Fame. With the women's revolution and how much has happened, they are headlining. Becky, uh, Ronda, and Charlotte headlining WrestleMania, which is so cool. Speak a little bit about how important China was to us getting to this place for women's wrestling. She was massively important, as was every woman that came before Ronda, Becky, and Charlotte, and, and are doing it now, and every woman that stepped through the ropes. They were all a cog to get to where they are. You know, the once as the world became more accepting of it, but China's role in that, as you know, e- even when when her role as as my bodyguard was first being brought up to Vince, you know, it was heavily resisted. No one's going to believe in that, and no one's going to buy it. And you know, um, it was heavily resisted. Sean and I had to push really hard uh, to get that done, and. You know, then her impact was undeniable. Her presence, her charisma, the things that she did, and and the fact that the the guys, um, she was over and had the, you know, the presence and the charisma that they were willing to do it uh, for her. You know what I mean? And and with her to 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 get the character where it needed to be, she was massive to the women's evolution. She was massive to DX and to my career and and all of it. Um, you know, and, you know, there's a lot of people that speculate about her getting put in the Hall of Fame mm-hmm. uh, with with DX first or, or whatever. No, so am I. Uh, so are a lot of people in that group. You know, it's it's it. So does that mean that you wouldn't rule? Was that, does that mean you wouldn't rule out that one day she could also be in on her own? No. And I think she would very rightfully deserve it. Look, you know, you cannot take away from what she's done in the business in the industry but the but the point is that at at the time of her passing where it became 
you know, everybody's thought, you really needed to let some time go by. Right. But the, the time is right now. I, I really couldn't think of a better moment in time with with Becky and, and Ronda and Charlotte headlining WrestleMania. You know, with the women's evolution being where it is and where where where, where its acceptance is to have this moment where where she steps in there um, in in this way, it's 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 just it fits. Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. Anyways, that's just my opinion. You know? No, I'm with you 100%. When you go back and you think about the time that we were in and you see that she's not only in the Royal Rumble, wins the Intercontinental Championship, has a full feud with Chris Jericho. I mean, it's it's unbelievable to look back. And it was totally credible, absolutely credible to see her in that role. So I think it will be a special moment um, this Sunday when we see Becky, mm-hmm. Ronda, and Charlotte doing that to think about what happens on Saturday night before. And Triple yeah, H... I think- I think so. Now, there's a Hall of Fame, but there's no specific place for the Hall of Fame. If you could put it somewhere, where do you think it belongs? Madison Square Garden? No, I mean, look, to, to me, Hall of Fames are difficult. And, you know, uh, naming a Hall of Fame that is very successful is is a difficult thing, right? right. Um, you, you need to put it in the right place. Um you need to put it in a place where lots of people can easily get to and can visit it and can, you know, it can become an attraction. But you, you it, it needs to be more than just, this is my opinion, it needs to be more than just, um, you know, look, I'm the biggest fan of uh, sports entertainment, wrestling, WWE, whatever you want, however you want to refer to it. I'm the biggest fan since I was a kid. Um, there's a certain point in time where I've seen the old guy's underwear and some boots, and I've seen it. And but what else are you going to give me to entertain me to make me travel to this and do all those things? And that is those are the things that that need to be kept in mind to be able to make it work. Um, well, the way you guys entertain, I'm sure you'd be able to come up with some well, ideas. And, and actually, that's sort of what Access is like, to be honest, in Brooklyn yeah. at Pier 12 right now. It's yeah. an incredible experience. If you, if, if for anyone out there is looking to do something with their kids this weekend, Access is sort of in ways like a miniature Hall of Fame. It really is, and that's what we try to do is to sort of make that, a, in a way, a traveling you know, history museum to some degree and, and some traveling Hall of Fame. Um, you know, will we do one at some point in time? Probably in, in the right location. Um, you know, luckily uh, for us, with without, you know, I think that having a performance center in Orlando, a place that everybody travels to and a place that, you know, um, is, is known for experiences and things, it's a fitting place. So time will tell, and and uh, at some point in time, hopefully we'll get to that. But it's got to be done cool. right. Like for WWE, you know, if, if it doesn't – if it's not everything it can be for our fans, we don't want to do yeah. it. We want to do it the best way possible. So we need to put a lot of thought and, and – and, um, and everything behind it to make sure that it's all it can be. Now, you mentioned you're not the biggest football fan in the world, but I'm sure you're very familiar with Rob Gronkowski, and he retired. Do you think he would fit in your company? you think he'd make a good wrestler? You know, it's a funny thing is uh, I just got asked this yesterday at some place that I was speaking, and Gronk has done a little bit of stuff with us, but even if he hadn't done that, Gronk has such a big personality and is almost like a larger-than-life character and is so athletic that I, I think everybody under the sun would say, oh, you should go to the WWE. You know, he's he's a natural fit for us. He is a natural athletic fit. He is a natural, the charisma, everything that he has. Um, he's just an intriguing person that you, you he has it, the X factor. And, um, you know, it's up to, to Rob. Clearly, he's uh, he's had a physical career 
Um, I know he has expressed some some interest in the past because he's such a big fan and he's friend, you know he's so close to Mojo. Um, but we'll see. You know, let's let's let the guy. Uh, you let him. Let's let him rest up a little well bit. <laughs> a well deserved retirement, and then uh, and then he can talk about the next phase of things. Tough question on a serious note. Do you think your boy Conor McGregor is capable of cleaning up his his act enough? to be a part of WWE? Because let's be honest, Hunter, I mean, being a part of WWE, you guys are a family company to entertain people, and Connor says things at times that are uh, questionable, to say the least, but he's also such an incredible draw. Is that something that could be possible, or would it be too high risk? Yeah, look, I, I think that would be, it'd be up to him. I, I, you know, I don't know him well enough. I'm, you know, I'm a fan of what he does, uh, and but I don't know him personally well enough to know the difference between where does the real Conor McGregor lie and what what is the I'm I'm selling a fight, right? Um, I'm I'm selling a, a promotion. I'm I'm hyping right. uh, something that I want people to buy into. I don't I don't know where that line is, um, you know. But but uh, I, I think that Conor right now has enough on his plate to determine the next phases of what he wants to do with his life. Is he is he still competing in MMA and in UFC? Is he not? Is he doing other things? Is he in trouble? Is he not in trouble? You know, he has a lot going on. So uh, I think, could he clean up enough to get to the WWE or the least of his worries? At the <laughs> and can I tell you the truth? But, uh, but, I, but I hope, I hope whatever it is, I hope he can work it all out because he's a very, you know, an extremely talented guy in all levels of life. Whatever he does, he'll be successful at it because he's driven. Um, Let's just hope it's what he wants it to be. Yeah, no, and, and uh, but I'll be honest. This the current talent that is available in WWE and NXT is as much talent as there's ever been on the roster. So it's not people love the story of will the mainstream star come to WWE? But let's be honest, the current roster is chock full of stars. Yeah, it's this is the most talented by far ever. Um, it's it's a, an amazing time in the business right now, and the opportunities keep growing, and they will. You know, as as Raw SmackDown, you know, uh, we come into the fall and, and that profile grows even more. WrestleMania will grow even more. NXT will grow and continue to grow. The UK NXT will continue to grow and we will continue to do what we did there in other markets around the world um, for years to come. And, and that will open doors for everyone. So it's it, there, there hasn't ever been... As, as you can go back all the way to WrestleMania 1 and you can say all the stuff, I don't think there's ever been a better time um, to be here and to be a part of of the, you know, the when you talk about the then, now, forever of WWE, um, it's, it is... It's, it's full. time to be here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's 15... 15- Fifteen matches in the car on the card on Sunday in total, and then if you even look at the battle royals, there's tons of people who are in the battle royal who could have had matches on the main card. So eat WrestleMania MetLife Stadium on Sunday. If you can still find a ticket, I know there are a few tickets left to the Hall of Fame and to SmackDown on Tuesday. But get out to Access at the very least, or make it to Raw or one of the amazing events this weekend. But um, Hunter, thanks for making time and talking with us, man. Yes, thanks. Good luck. Thank you guys very much. Enjoy the Hall of Fame. Thank you.